Hello, I'm John, the executive producer here at Final Show Films. I got a few notes for you before the show. First, I want to thank you all for watching. We couldn't do what we do or the amount of things that we do without the support of you, the viewer. If you want to support us financially, which we always appreciate, you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms, where you can donate as little as a dollar a month to help us continue this and all the things that we do. I want to give a special shout out to our $25 supporters, Antitonic, Cat Waterflame, and Samantha Bates. Uh, second, I want to let you all know that we here at Final Show Films are planning a little get-together up at Gen Con this year. That's August 2nd through 5th up at Indianapolis. We're going to be up there sort of hanging out, enjoying the con, spending time together. And if any of you guys want to come up and say hi, please feel free. We don't bite unless you want us to. And if you enjoy whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to, be sure to check out our website at finalshowfilms.com where you can find links to all of our other content, both podcast and video. And be sure to follow me at John A. Bates on Twitter for more updates on all of the content we're creating in the future. In the meantime, thanks for watching, and I hope you enjoy. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this very professional production. Uh, I'm Michelle, your storyteller for this evening for West Rising, a werewolf the apocalypse chronicle. And please allow me to introduce our players. Uh, we'll start with John. I'm John, and I'm playing Shadow, the get of Fenris Arun. And we have Craig. I'm Craig. I'm playing Grudek, who is a Bonar Galliard. And we have William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing C, the uh, Uctena Philodox. And we have Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I am playing Thistle, the Children of Gaia, Child of Gaia. I'm not sure how to conjugate it in this instance, the urge. And last but not least, we have Jack. Hi, everybody. I'm Jack, and I'm playing. Tag Conley, the Fianna Ragabash. All right. So um, it is, in our world, uh, Wednesday, September 26th, the night of, the last night of the full moon. Uh, last night, you know there was a moot being held at the Western Icept, but you weren't invited, as you have not been through your rite of passage and you are not yet full members of the Sept. Those of you who have been staying at the Sept that night, uh, you weren't barred from observing the moot, but you were kind of told to stay out of the way, and you only got to see the proceedings from a distance. But tonight, you have all been called to the Sept. Those coming from outside the park were led in by one of the Cairn Guardians in the dead of night and led up the trail to the massive pair of boulders that block the entrance to the Cairn grounds there in Muir Woods National Monument. With no tourists currently around, with the park being closed, um, there's no impediment to your changing into your towering half-man, half-wolf form and just leaping to the Cairn grounds. And then following the little streamlet word, the promised guest is from the described the incoming visitor he sounds like some sort of royalty he's the son of a hugely influential Fianna sept leader at a hugely powerful cairn in Ireland 
And not only that, but his ancestry is littered with heroes. Um, he's coming by way of the Sepulchre Green in New York, and his connecting flight, as it were. Um, but he's traveling through the Umbra Bridge. So he'll be coming at you through the spirit world. Uh, everyone in the Sept seems especially excited to meet him, not only because of his reputation, but because he'll be the last of you to arrive. Your future pack will finally be assembled. A pack that has been prophesied to save the Western Eye of the Ancient Cairn from destruction. Once Tyg Connolly is settled in, you can all begin your rite of passage and become full members of your tribes and your sept and the Ru Nation. Tyg, you have been traveling for almost two hours, uh, nearly an hour apiece on each moon bridge. You and a pair of escorts have been traveling in lupus form, just so you're not as tired as you might otherwise be if you're traveling on two legs. Um, but having nothing to look at all that time except for this shimmering tunnel of light uh, has probably got you a little on edge. Uh, you're allowed a brief stop in Central Park to rest and attend to biological needs and so on, but then it's right back to the Moon Bridge. Uh, when you arrive at the Western Eye Cairn, you're greeted by their gatekeeper, whose name you've been informed ahead of time is Hot Eye. Now that you see him, you understand why the whole right upper quadrant of the aging guru's face looks as though it had melted a bit, sinking slightly into his head. That ear is smaller than the other one, and the eye on that side is covered with an eye patch. He is in Crino's form, standing about nine feet tall. Uh, that and the deformity suggests that he is a Metis, the forbidden offspring of two werewolves. He bows and greets you formally in the Guru tongue, which you've been drilled in for months now. The Fianna invented it, after all. So he greets you and welcomes you to the Sept. Pleasure to make your acquaintance, then. Um, I guess you heard I was coming. I'm uh, Ty Connolly, out of Bron Mc McFenn, from Rude and Nera's line. Hmm. We are very honored to have you. Come, follow me. I will introduce you to our den father. Watching your arrival curiously are three fetching young women around age 20 or so. A black woman, an Asian woman, and a third woman whose ethnicity isn't immediately clear to you, except that none of them are clearly ethnically Irish. They're all dressed as though for a date, and they're all watching you with varying degrees of intense <coughs> curiosity uh, and clearly prurient interest. As you pass them, you hear an exchange behind you, though it's not who's saying what. One of them says, well, he's a bit of all right. And another says, I still like C the best. He's so intense. And then the third one says, well, neither of them hold a candle to thistle in the looks department, but I wouldn't even know where to start flirting with a tree. That baffling and possibly embarrassing exchange, the three girls melt back into the back row. Their initial curiosity clearly satisfied. Hot Tigle, oh, whoops. Go ahead. Uh, Tigle kind of glance back over his shoulder and try and catch a wink off one of them if he can. All three start giggling and whispering to each other as girls do. Hot Eye leads you northward in the shadow of the small cliff that marks the western boundary of the Sep's territory toward a gathering of, of tents, um, camping tents where people are obviously living. There's signs of long-term habitation there. 
Uh, he presents you to a middle-aged Asian man with salt and pepper hair and a youthful face. And he says, Bridge Runner, this is Tig Connolly from the Sept of the Tri-Spiral. And the uh, middle-aged man bows to you. And he says, hello, uh, I'm Anthony Liu. Uh, mostly known around here as Bridge Runner. Uh, I'm the den father here, and, and as such, I'll be overseeing y'all's rite of passage. Um, you're probably wondering about the accent. Uh, <laughs> I'm an import. I'm sort of permanently on loan from the uh, sept of the coastal empire in Savannah. Anyway, um, I'll give you as much time as you need to settle in and uh, introduce yourself to the other cubs going through their rite of passage. They should be around in this area somewhere, around the tents here. Um, and uh, when you're ready, it's my job to give you all your assignments. So just come find me when you want to get started. And he, um, he doesn't leave exactly. He's obviously still supervising, but he kind of hangs back and lets you adjust to your surroundings and familiarize yourself. Fair enough, then. Uh, don't worry about the accent. You just sound the most American of anybody I've met since I crossed the pond. All right. Well, uh, you've got a nice accent yourself. Not used to hearing that around here. Uh, so just down this way then, yeah. So um, the, the rest of the four of you have probably been awaiting his arrival um, and it's up to you exactly where on the sept grounds you've been hanging out either at the tents or if you've been watching him from the moment he arrived I think um, C's probably been waiting at the location that he knew that everyone was supposed to be gathering so probably around the tents um, just kind of pacing back and forth as is sort of his way as he stuck running through everything in his head that is possibly going to be happening in the next few hours. Mm-hmm. Hi there, lad. What's your name, then? <clears throat> ah, um, I'm C. Walsh. Uh, you must be our new person from across the ocean. Hey, that's... that's just That seems to be the business... about the business. <clears throat> Apparently I'm some sort of prophesied chosen one or something like that, so... Uh, yeah, hopefully those, that's not. Those words have been getting bandied around a lot. About me? About a lot of people. Oh shite! I'm not the only one. You too. Myself and a handful of others. All right. Well, like the entire set group of everybody, or just uh, this, a couple of this prospective pack. Bridge runner oh, yeah. is actually slightly cracking up in the background over there. Trying to hide his laughter behind his hand. All right. Well, who else do I need to meet here then? Uh, if you see uh, the large black wolf wandering around, that'll be Shadow. I don't know where Thistle or Grudek are usually at. Thistle has is probably not too far from the meeting spot. Um, found somewhere to sit down, read, reading a book. That to an English speaker looks backwards with, with a, you know what? Let's go with that. Um, an illustration of a woman with sort of wolf ears and a tail, in a somewhat artistic nude on the front. <laughs> All right then. Well. Uh... 
I guess I'll go talk to this one. <laughs> By artistic oh. nude, I mean without any nipples, guys. <laughs> I know what you. I know what you mean. Oh. Hi there. Hey. Hmm. Uh, this will snap the book shut, and Z will sort of stand up. Oh, and by the way, because Aaron probably won't say this about their own character, but um, Thistle is actually, like, gorgeous. <laughs> um, at the same time, sort of nondescript and androgynous, but also just, like, incredibly eye-catching. So, yep. Yeah. I am... Ex- uh, Z is pretty tall for a Hamid form, not compared to the absurdly tall members of the group, but on the taller end of expected Hamid, um, with sort of short pixie cut hair, currently wearing a leotard and a lighter trench coat in a dark lavender color, um, with a back, a canvas backpack with an excessive amount of buttons referencing different things. There's a TARDIS, there's a Star Trek, and um, um, there's quite a few who more obscure ones, um, including a Slayer's Take logo. Um, yes. Uh, Tag will walk up to Zarin. He's probably about... He's a li- he's a couple inches shy of uh, six feet, um, wiry, shaggy red hair, um, just a hint of peach fuzz on his face that really hasn't started much for him yet, um, and he he's going to pretend that that does not bother him at all. So, are you the new one who came across the bridge? Hi. Yeah, that's me. So I'm Ty Connolly. Okay, I'm kind I'll, of new to this. Do I like curtsy or bow or something? Or uh, they talk about noble love, and I just did. Oh, well, I, I mean, apparently I'm descended from some sort of line of heroes <laughs> or something like that. Uh, I mean, I can tell you the stories if you want. They kind of drill those into me early on, but. I guess all you need to know is that, uh, well, me and C are apparently the two chosen ones here, so. Hmm. Cool. I'm number three, I guess. Uh, oh, shy, you too. I guess all right, is then. my claim to frame. And, and at, I have four this... parents, one of whom is a tree. You're having me <laughs> on there. C, C steps into frame. Um, no, that appears to be the true story. Also, there are two more of us. <laughs> And um, I'm pretty sure you'll see it at some point if we stick together for very long. The cracking up that I'm doing right now pretty much represents Bridge Runner's reaction to all this. Every time somebody mentions the like chosen one number three, he just starts cracking up all over again. (laughs) I think I think I didn't assign the title. I just got told you're important. Stick around. I think at that point you see another figure wandering over from the general direction of the smell of the cooking fires. Um, because this, I, I know an entrance line when I hear one. And <laughs> uh, Grudek walks over. Grudek is pro- 
probably about five nine, five ten. Um, he looks a little shorter than that. He uh, walks with a bit of a stoop, and his shoulders rolled forward. Um, he's the first thing you notice is he's extremely pale. Um, has uh, very very pale skin, um, white almost yellow hair, um, and is wearing sunglasses, even though it's nighttime, like an eighties movie, and um, is uh, uh, wiping his hands on an apron. And underneath the apron, you can see him wearing um, old uh, beaten-up khaki trousers uh, and uh, what what looks to be a, a silk or at least silk-ish, brightly colored Hawaiian shirt. Um, and he walks in and he says, uh, "Well, I'm I'm always up for hearing a story. Uh, here you have some to offer. Oh, well, I'm the uh, the fourth one of the prophecy." <laughs> All right, then. Well, It's one uh, of those that just keeps going on and on. And he walks up, uh, finishes wiping off his hands, and then holds out his right hand to you. Tiger will shake hands with him. Uh, well, uh, me dad's in charge of the Tri-Spirals set. Uh, me grandma was apparently uh, Marud McNamara, who was in some crazy battle or other. Uh, and I come from... Somebody named Nera back in the real old days, apparently, who got a foresight from the the she, apparently, or some such nonsense. Fairies are real. <laughs> and right, I, 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 isn't that so cool? <laughs> uh, maybe over here it's cool. On my side of the pond, fairies kind of fuck up your life and make you, you miserable most of the time, so... I'm Don't still worry. kind of I icky on that this, idea. This mystic stuff is fascinating and awesome, and everyone else seems really down on it. I mean, it's fascinating in the same way that, I guess, you know, theoretical physics behind starting a nuclear bomb are fascinating, but then you've also got a fucking huge explosive device here that's going to murder the shit out of a lot of people, potentially. So, <laughs> um. Michelle, is tonight the full moon? It's the last night of the full moon, okay. yes, sir. So Shadow is sitting somewhere by himself, <laughs> hands clenched, muscles constantly twitching, trying in Hamid form. Yeah, in Hamid form, trying not to say or do anything because he doesn't <laughs> want to rip somebody apart. Uh, and, and I assume that the other four of us have met at least briefly at some point. You've seen each uh, other. Yeah, okay. Grudek, you've probably seen almost all of them at least once because you've been hanging out here and you're very sociable. You've okay. probably talked at Shadow quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I think at this point with the other four of us, um, uh, Grudek will reach out and, and if Tig lets him, we'll sort of slap Tig on the shoulder and say, well, look, if, if all of us are here, I'd better go get the... the uh, the the new most popular wolf of the northern wool uh, the northern woods. Um, that way, all five of us will be together, and we can start uh, start seeing how how we all get along. Excuse me, just a moment, and he'll turn and walk off towards wherever the last direction he saw Shadow. That guy's fair crack, isn't he? Uh, and since it, since it hasn't been mentioned yet, um, C is. Um, Probably about five eight of you know middling American height, um, and he has that 
not uncommon mix of uh, Caucasian skin tone and Native American features uh, with the sort of the, the sh- shoulder length black hair is a little bit wild uh, with the one braid on the left side. Dressed in, I'm going to say, the step below hipster in that he's wearing 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 the the the, the very the very uh well made sort of dark crimson button up short sleeve shirt with the distressed pants and the 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 bracelets and indicators of someone who is trying to look unique uh but despite all of the showmanship of being a teenager he probably He's got a stern look that says he does a little bit too much to keep himself controlled. Tag's getup is one that he looks like he came off of a 12 to 18 hour plane ride. (laughs) Where it's all obviously very comfortable, but definitely rumpled and weathered and that sort of thing. There's some level of food stain down on one corner of the shirt um, that has been hastily scrubbed away with probably just some water. Um, And looks like he really could give a shit about his appearance at the moment. And that he was just trying to, you know, keep himself intact during this entire journey. So, when Grudek finds Shadow, it's not hard to find, because he's seven feet tall, a little over seven feet tall, a little over 400 pounds of lean muscle, um, wearing jeans, an undershirt that mostly fits, uh, and work boots. He's just sort of sitting there, clenching hands. Um will come up and sort of glance up at the at the full moon and then down at shadow um, and say softly, you're doing really well with the pants. I know. Trust me. I know from my first time that was the worst part. You're doing very well. Come. The new arrival is here from over in Ireland. It looks like all of us are together. We should go and meet and talk. Or grunt, you know, whatever you're comfortable with. <laughs> right. Just stand up. And Grudek sort of starts to put out a hand to help him up and then immediately takes it back and Shadow just jumps to his feet. And just will follow Grudek as this tall, barely contained rage machine. Um, As they're they're walking back, Grudek turns and says, Now, did you remember to eat tonight? I know sometimes with the moon is in your aspect. Sometimes it's tough to remember. If you didn't, you let me know. I'll make sure you get something. I had meat. Good. Good. Was it cooked? (laughs) No. Okay. All right. Don't worry. It's okay. We ease you in. Next time I bring some smoked meat. Sort of halfway. It's okay. Come on. Right. Bridge Runner has been waiting um, in the tent area um, alternately sort of cracking up at what he's been overhearing and then lapsing into his usual half melancholy, half bitter sort of demeanor. Um, 
But then when he sees Grudek and Shadow approaching, he does a quick visual head count. Um, and then Suffering sort of, fucking Christ, that guy's a monster. That's <laughs> so number five. I sort of walk Jesus, Mary and Joseph. straight to Tig. <laughs> Hold a hand out. Oh, are you then, big fella? Hello. Go grab it. Do my best not to crush the hand. Tag's kind of flexing that right hand as it comes back a little bit, but he seems to have managed to walk away with all his fingers. <laughs> I'm shocked. Uh, Tag, nice to meet you. And this is all of us. Right. Grudek leans into uh, to Bridge Runner and says, uh, don't worry, I gave the little ones last time story, put them to bed, everything all taken care of. Thank you. Thank you for your help. All right. Uh, are you are all ready? Are you settled in? Do you want to hear what your task is going to be? Critic peers at Tig and says, are you tired? Do you need to rest first? You don't have I'll to start right you. away. You can but... get sleep. It's okay to get sleep. Yeah, honestly, this is about the time of day that I'd be normally getting up what with the time zone changes, so I'm fair ready to go. All right, well, I'll let, I'll, I'll let you know what your task is, and you can start right away. You can get a good night's sleep first, whatever you want. It's up to your judgment how you want to approach this. This is part of the test, right? So this is your rite of passage. This is uh, – it, it can be almost anything, but – as it happens, I didn't have to make up some crazy obstacle course for you or, uh, or, or lure some banes here for you to cut your teeth on. Uh, we got an actual problem that uh, we would like you to try and solve. One of our Cairn guardians, uh, we call her Honey Bee. Uh, she's a young woman who hails from the Silicon Valley, and uh, her mom's a high-ranking glass walker. At, at the Glasswalker set down there. You know, they're the, the techno-wolves. They get into all this uh, weaver nonsense. Anyway, her mom's a high-ranking Glasswalker theurge who made her this fancy little fetish. It's, it's a smartphone with a weaver spirit trapped inside it. Uh, now, Honey Bee chose to join the children of Gaia. She's one of us. Uh, but she's got a bit of Glasswalker in her nature still, and... Um, she likes to spend a lot of time in the city. Uh, a little obsessed with fashion. She carries a real nice bag, uh, and she's also a little absent-minded. Uh, and all that sort of added up to bad news. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, a thief yanked that real nice bag off her shoulder while she was shopping in the city and uh, got away clean. And, of course, she'd put the damn phone in her purse. So, it would have been a hopeless loss to us and the Glasswalkers both, since they're the ones made the fetish. Uh, if not for the fact that her parents, unknown to her, had put a tracking spell on the phone. Um, she wasn't too happy to hear about that, but we were real happy, because the Glasswalkers told us exactly where the phone is. Uh, and it's going to be your job to get it back without breaking the litany without breaking any human laws, or at least not getting caught doing so. Not damaging the veil. You know about the veil, right? Humans aren't supposed to know about us. And uh, there are consequences for revealing any of our secrets to them, or our existence for that matter. So, without breaking the veil. Uh, 
and uh, bring it back without causing us any further trouble. All right, that's your task. Do you think you can handle it? Mind you, there's only one correct answer to this question. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, now, uh, of course. <laughs> all right. You're, now, play, you're playing my fucking song there. Shadow very quickly and says, okay, now remember, phone is small bucks that homage used to talk to each other from far away. Why would you use a box? They're not good at howling. Ah. Now, I spoke with Cecily's mom, uh, Honeybee's mom, sorry, uh, and, and, and she says the phone's been in one place for more than a week. So it's either been discarded or it's been stored somewhere. It may be broken or the battery might be dead, but the magic parts are still working, thankfully. Um, so I can tell you exactly where it is because the Glasswalkers told me it is on the fifth floor of a single-room occupancy building called the Mills Hotel on Kearney Street. Um, I don't know anything about the place except that it's in kind of a sketchy part of town, so obviously stay together, you know, just watch your backs. Uh, I got the address right here, and he hands it to C without any hesitation, like, you know, default pack leader, basically. Uh, The sooner and cleaner you can get that thing back for us, the better. Now, do you have any questions? Does Does Grudek know the neighborhood at all from the uh, relatively short amount of time he spent in San Francisco? Um, he He's heard of Kearney Street before, um, and he knows that it goes through some pretty sketchy areas, but that's probably about all he'd know. Okay. Sort of same question for Thistle, but also um, Thistle will ask aloud. Ask aloud. Um, so, if this is a glasswalker thing, is there any like, don't touch it? Should just like taking the phone back and physically bring it here be fine, or is there something else we need to do? Um, That's a good question. I. I appreciate your caution. Uh, this fetish can basically be handled just like any other phone. It um, behaves to to all practical purposes like a regular phone unless you know how to activate it. Yeah. So, like, physically bringing it here, walking, should be fine yep. for the fetishness of it. Yep. Uh, and you right. can also, um, uh, yeah, but you'll have to bring it. Uh, in the physical world rather than the spirit world because it ain't dedicated to you. So if you try to shift while you're holding it, it ain't going to go with you. So, yep. yeah. All right. And do we have a time limit? Nope. But right. just keep in mind that we know where it is now. Um, and it has been stable for a while, which means that it's, like I said, it's either been discarded or it's been stored. But you're also kind of being scored on this, so the quicker the better. Mm. Other than, than the tracking that was placed on it, was there anything else uh, that the uh, spirit bound to the phone was supposed to do? Were there uh, powers that uh, Honeybee used it for? Yes, but I don't believe I'm at liberty to disclose those. Are we? Is Honeybee here in the sept or is she still in the city? She is, at the moment, sent home to her parents because she is in serious trouble. Grudek whistles <laughs> and steps back. But if you're, if you're asking because you were um, 
curious about uh, like a witness to the incident. Um, her friend Cher was with her, but good luck getting anything out of Cher. Yeah, Grudek, Grudek immediately looks hopeful when it's mentioned that there was a witness, and then his face falls when <laughs> Bridge Runner says it was Cher. Uh, kind of glances around at the others and says, oh, well, I guess we could start by asking her. Very nice, very nice, always. We know where the prey is. Why not simply go? There's a lot um, of information to gather first. but Where's the uh, shared bird at, then? Uh, oh, um, she'll, be, she'll be around here somewhere. Um, she might be sleeping. Do you want me to find her and bring her to you? Oh, we can. There's no need to trouble yourself. We can. We can. I'm sure we at least would generally know where to find her. Is she with her pack? Yeah, she's got her own tent. The guardians uh, have their own tents that they sleep in here when they're sleeping every night. Um, and Shara is not currently on watch, which means she's probably sleeping. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah. So, do y'all need anything further from me, or should I go back to watching the little ones? Uh, well, brief question, although this might just be because I'm the new one here, but, uh, By all means. getting into, getting into the city, how are we going to arrange that? I mean, I uh, assume it's a, it's a bit far to walk in the dark, eh? I have he gestures to, to see. Yep. Brilliant. And by the way, for, um, for default purposes, treat C as your pack alpha. Um, y'all can work it out among yourselves once you're officially, um, instated. And, so he kind of shudders accept, at that. But, <laughs> but for now, because he's the half moon, the philodox, uh, that's sort of his default role when you're not actively at war. So uh, C is is in charge um, if there's any dispute or I, uh, disagreement about what to do. I will extend a closed fist towards C, <laughs> as I have seen other Hamids do. <laughs> <laughs> C, assuming that he doesn't know exactly how to go through with it, just does a basic fist bump and does most of the motion himself. <laughs> and then pull it back. Grudek goes, no, no, blow it up. <laughs> Why would I blow up my hand? Oh, come on. We talked about this because it's cool, you know. Oh, not, not the fi- motion. Not physically. The motion. Yeah, right, right, right. Sorry, All right, the moon um, has um, me a little... On edge. So it's yeah. all right. Like I said, it's okay. We're, we'll walk you through it. Like I said, you're dressed. That's a great first step. Everything else will work through. All right, um, Bridge Runner. Um, if you'll give us a moment to discuss, I think we will be able to take it from here. All right. Well, if you should need me, um, I'm in the second cabin, the smaller one with with the little ones, um, and uh, just not quiet though because they're sleeping. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gives y'all a little wave and heads off. There's two cabins in the area. Most people just sleep in tents, but there's actually two cabins that have been built in the area. And he heads to the smaller one and slips inside, closes the door behind him. All right. So as soon as Bridge Runner is gone, C finds a stump or something sitting on the ground and sits down on it. All right. This will um, pop down with that sort of lead. Uh, before before we start going anywhere, we need to make sure that we all know what each other will be doing and what roles we're best at fulfilling. Um, Tyg, uh, as the newest member, you should probably be introduced into first what the moons of each of your companions are. 
as Bridge Runner said, I am a half moon. Uh, Shadow, as you might be able to tell, is of the full moon. All right. Uh, Grudek, Thistle. Uh, Grudek will gesture to, to Thistle. Fuck. I was just looking at this page. Crescent moon. Thanks. Um, Crescent, which is the spirit stuff. Hi, then. Um, and Krudek, uh will do sort of a little half bow and says, uh, and I was born under the Gibbous Moon. Uh, uh, I'm a Galliard. Uh, Grudek, by the way. Um, I don't think I introduced myself earlier. No shite. Madaz a Galliard. Well, oh, I am not surprised. I've heard wonderful things about the stories and the songs sung by the Fianna Galliard. Oh, the man, man can spin his tail, that's for sure. Um, so. if, if we need human names, uh, it's Yurik Yankevich, but uh, everyone called me Grudek. My name is Thistle. Right. And Sea and Shadow, yeah? Yes. Right. Right, then. Well, and so... Basic this will be break- doing our best. Basic breakdown will be in matters of force. Shadow takes the lead. Uh, in matters of communication, Grudek or myself, if that is not viable. Um, in deeds of magic, obviously Thistle has the most expertise. And your own moon sign. Oh, <laughs> I'm chaos and bloody mayhem. <laughs> of the new moon. That's for sure. Which means if we need a creative solution, then you are our answer. Creative. I've got, an, I, I've got a couple ideas. For instance, and also, is it not bothering anybody that a thief didn't immediately try and shift a cell phone? It bothers a little me bit concerning. Mo- it bothers me more that the guru let it get away. You can't rip someone's throat out in the middle of a city, Shadow. Right, right. <laughs> I was thinking about that, Ty. I was wondering, perhaps it was sold, and this new location is the home of the new owner. Or perhaps they're holding on to it for a period of time to let the search die down. It's well, San Francisco. I mean, that would, it's that would make sense possible. if it was... It's just in a stash of tons and tons. and Phones, credit cards, those get stolen en masse. They did That's take the whole purse. Maybe they haven't even gone through it yet. Yeah. Well, I guess we better get some uh, information from the share girl then. Hmm. Yes. She's not always the most communicative. Um, she's uh, at least supposedly doesn't speak much English. Pretty sure I may have heard her speaking it to packmates. So I'm not sure. She may be, oh, how do you say, fucking with me. But um, uh, mostly she speaks Russian, right? which is, is, I can get maybe one word in five. Um, right then. Michelle, you said Cher mm-hmm. is one of the guardians? Mm-hmm. Do I, having been training with Yarun, do I know anything about her? Um, you know that there is a pack that is assigned to the defense of the Sept, but they're not all Arun. They're um, varying auspices. So you've, But you've never like trained with Cher or anything, so you assume she's not an Arun. Okay. Cher isn't one of the people that I know, is it? Uh, you probably haven't seen her much unless she was one of the people who occasionally lets you in. Um, she's just like uh, a young blonde woman, 
the the most striking feature of her is she has a huge gap between her front teeth. Other than that, she's just kind of a cute blonde girl who doesn't talk that much. And when she does, it's heavily accented broken English. So we'll have to see what we can communicate with her to get any information. But uh, that might be a good place to start. Um, Can any of you drive? Yeah. I have got a license, but I um, don't have my own car. I used to herd sheep in Italy. <laughs> That's Not a really good shadow. It's really good. Oh. Um, and by herding sheep, is that mostly chasing them down and eating them, or actually, like... Restraint was being taught. Right, then. Well... How well uh, did it take? Fantastic. I did not eat all of them. <laughs> I'm sure the survivors were kind Sorry. and grateful. Hmm? All right, so it looks like I'll be driving the vehicle then. I All can right. if if you need an extra hand on the wheel, but it sounds like the two of you probably have more experience than I do. Well, I've never driven off. anything legally. <laughs> well, then let's start with the information we can get here at the can then before we take <laughs> off. Greg cocks his head for a moment to consider that one, but doesn't comment. <laughs> So Grudek would know, um, if no one else, Grudek would know which tent is um, shares. She probably shares her tent with um, the other female members of her uh, pack, but he knows where it's located anyway. Um, so we'll head over there unless anybody else... Yep. Okay. Hey, do I, uh, I will just, does I will it seem- just loom behind everyone else. <laughs> Does it seem like they're awake as we get closer? Um, the the tent flap is open so that you can see inside, um, and there's only one person in it, and it is Cher, and she does appear to be lightly snoring. Okay. Um, <laughs> she was apparently not super excited about the guest arriving. Uh, Critic will walk over, stand outside the tent, and clear his throat to see if that'll wake her up. She leaps to her feet so abruptly that she actually hits her head on the roof of the tent um, which doesn't hurt too much because it's a tent and then she turns around and kind of blinks a few times and then she spots Grudek and breaks out in a huge gap tube smile and says oh privet and she comes out and puts her arms out to give Grudek a great big hug uh, Grudek will, will return the hug and, and say sorry sorry I d- didn't mean to, to wake you well I guess I did mean to wake you but I, uh, sorry for doing so we, we have quick questions for you o- okay okay uh, you know uh, honeybee honeybee yes uh, with, with phone yes it was stolen <gasps> right okay uh, and, and, and you saw it da, yes Oh, yes, okay. I saw. Um, Honeybee, she's a year from Bridge Runner. She's gone home. Is as in her parents are not so happy. Mm, big trouble. Big right, trouble. right, right. Um, what did you see? Who took it, or how it was taken? Da. And and who was that? Um, was not man, not not boy. Um. Young man, young man, um, um, teenager, maybe, maybe, um, 
12 years old, maybe. Rudick um, will start sort of putting his hand for height. And she um, she puts her hand like uh, around five two ish, somewhere a little over five feet. Uh, these these small. Oh, good. And did you did you get the smell? No, very um, uh, very quick, mm. very quick, small. And, and and you you will roll Hamid at, in the city in sh- shopping. Ah, um, Grudek uh, leans back to Shadow and goes, "That's where you buy things from stores." That's how I um, got my pants. She, she seems to notice so Tig for the first time and looks completely distracted for a moment as she's has this sort of vague, "Who the hell is this?" look on her face. Oh, and for sorry, a moment. Sorry. For a moment, her generally vague look really sharpens, and she just kind of gives Tyg a once-over. Share this Tyg new arrival. And then Grudek will sort of motion you forward. Okay, okay, yes, okay. Okay. Uh, We're going to go get the phone back from whoever the wee bastard is that uh, stole it. Will you have anything to ask you? Sorry, no, what was that? No, no Ruski. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, I don't speak. Oh, much sorry, no, I don't. I don't speak any Russian. Russian. No. Okay, okay. Uh, might have to learn. <laughs> um, Michelle is like, no. <laughs> <laughs> more, more question. More question. No. Anything yes. else you can think to tell us about uh, about him, about little one? Um, no, very. Um, uh, um, what is color? Hair? Hair, well, hair, hair. Um, um, I'll point at um, the various because we have a fairly <laughs> large representation of hair colors. Yeah, we we make a we make a United Colors of Benetton ad as we all line up and sort of <laughs> gesture back and forth. She looks thoughtfully at each of you. Red hair, and brown hair, her, abs. Next uh, to her own hair, which is just blonde, standard blonde. Yeah, um, a fairly ash sort of light ash blonde. And she points to her own hair, uh, and then makes sort of a gesture, mm-hmm. like kind of short, long, in between. Um, she, um, points to Thistle. Okay. Sure. Got it. Tig will just go, uh, you, you have uh, glasses on or anything? Hmm. No. Now, anything because Ty has about- done that, Shadow is over here going... <laughs> <laughs> As if there's something different if you do that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anything else you can think that was strange? No, it's... It happened in city. Honeybee... um, She not look... It happened. Do you many, remember? Many times. 
many times. In city. Not um, not strange. Honeybee's been stolen from before then. No, no. In city. People. Not strange. There, there, there's a lot of... All right, yeah. I'm doing Irish, I'm sorry. <laughs> there are a lot of people in the city. People get stolen from in the city a lot, especially in those Especially regions. if they're not comfortable paying attention. <laughs> Shit more than ever. I'm here. Points to both of them and taps her nose. <laughs> Right, was well. was placed with many bad people, good shops, bad people. <laughs> I think Rick laughs at that. <laughs> Just genuinely happy at the joke. And and very good bag she had had not now, <laughs> mm-hmm. but was good bag, very good. He take. What what did it look like? Uh, was black um, leather large? Ah, uh, yeah, I can see how that happens. Well, just on shoulder, he just take and run. Yeah, I think we might have something to go on here. Uh, do you have any other questions you might want to ask, Rudek? No, that's everything. Sure, uh, thank you so much. This will illustrate with their own bag to shadow how the bag was being worn. He's just going to try to... Like that. He's going to tr- see if he can take the bag yeah. off. Gives it to him. Put it back. <laughs> it's not too heavy. Um, it's just it's okay. sort I of can... a canvas backpack. Yeah, it'll give it back. <laughs> I can sleep. Is is okay? I sleep? Yeah. Yes, Hi, go back to Thanks Italy. for Thank all you your so help. Much. It's okay. really appreciated. Okay. okay. I, bring you, I bring you back something from City. <gasps> okay. Thank you. Okay. okay. All right. She, Thank you. She crawls back into the tent and just flops back down and instantly starts snoring. <laughs> <sighs> all right. Well, that's a starting point. Um, I, yeah. if, if there's anything else we want to do... Around the cairn, we should do it now. But I have uh, um, maybe some others in the city we could talk to. I'm really sorry. Maybe I maybe I missed this. Um, did we was do we know where they were when it was stolen? Bad Just place. the same area. Bad people, good shops. Uh, do I know what like, shopping? No which offense, Shadow. That, that describes like. a lot of San Francisco. Um. Mm. Given given the address that um, that they handed directly to see on Kearney Street, um, he could probably assume that it is like at least vaguely in that area, um, and he can think of a few general areas where there are shops that have decent merchandise, but also like a lot of homeless people and panhandlers and crime rates and stuff. Um, but it's it's not clear like necessarily which area yeah, it's it was not like one shopping center but it, yeah there's there's a there's a small just, stretch yeah i'm sort of wondering if and it probably won't change our thinking on what we want to do but having all the information is nice if it's same general if it's probably the same general area same neighborhood or if it's something where it's been moved across town uh, or across the bridge 
we while we, we might be able to find some information from the shopping center, but I think our best solution might be simply to go directly for the hotel, purchase a room for the evening, and find our way into our known room. Perhaps it is a hotel room. Typically, people only stay for a certain amount of time. So, Well, um, Bridge Runner did mention that it's a... Didn't he? I think. Yeah, he single occupancy. Sing, yeah, which is... It's an so it is building. a long-term apartment oh, okay, building. Okay, it's apartment building. Okay. But, yeah, a lot of them are called hotels for whatever reason. Yeah. Okay. Marketing. It's a, but, it, but it's... Local knowledge. It's a San Francisco taxes thing because we have this weird population problem. So a lot of the hotels versus apartments versus leases versus bed... bed versus um, internet rentals always compete for what they're allowed to do. So people yeah. will change their classification, but not their function. Okay. Yeah, but um, generally these types of buildings are not... The people who stay in them are usually either... Um, like, it's usually either transitional housing for homeless people or, uh, like, really, really sort of sketchy populations living in buildings like this. So, um, C would probably be aware of that. And, uh, that makes sense. Do I know um, offhand of any, of any Bonars or Bonar kinfolk that live in or around Kearney Street? Weirdly enough, uh, they avoid that area just completely like it's too scuzzy even for them. Okay. Which right. is telling in and of itself, probably. Right. Okay. Uh, we've got a we've got a location and we've got a, a suspect in mind, so I figure we head straight down there and see what we can find. Kearney um, Street, they said. Yes. Right. Um, I knew a Kearney once. Sean Kearney, right fucker he was. Well, this street seems to have the same reputation. Uh, <laughs> we should. Oh, so probably... it's, it's full of dickheads that are trying to steal your girl. <laughs> yes, actually. Yeah, if, fantastic. If, All right, if the girl in this case is a fawn, then yes, it's perfect. <laughs> um, would would it be worth out of character? Would it? Does it seem like it would be worth touching base with Bongos or any of the other Bonars, or it's just it's kind of off their map? Um, I sounds like a no to me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, given that given that the Bonars don't really hang out in that area, it's kind of not within their territory. He probably okay. wouldn't know much more than any San Francisco person would know. Mm-hmm. All right, for for narrative flow, let's skip that part. And, All right, and jump along. All right, so well, follow me out of the car, and I'll get to I'll get you all to my vehicle. And fortunately, it's large enough for five. Okay. Even one as big as Shadow. What kind of car is it? Uh, well, small truck, but well, it's great, a real, real American truck, like with pickup. Yes. Just FYI, in case it um, changes any of your approaches to anything, it's around like nine thirty p.m. or so, mm. um, time wise. Like, are we? I'm Perfect, fine with it. Are we going at night? Like, I think we should. If we're trying to do this, so like it'd be good to. See if we can sneak a sneak a body or two in there. We've got out. we've basically got two options. We can go at night uh, when there's less when we're less likely to be observed and see what we can find. Or if we go during the day, we have a better opportunity for reconnaissance. We have better visibility. We have better. It, the thing is, thieves like this will likely be either out during the day or out at night. They typically have hours of operation. So 
Uh, we generally run at night, actually, at least on my side of the aisle. This <laughs> one was like, stolen during the day. It's... I'm not saying that this, this group or this guy doesn't have a time of operation. It's just, it seems like shady places usually have eyes at all hours. I, But whatever whatever the group thinks is... Can I make like an intelligence and larceny roll to know anything about building securities? Or is that outside my wheelhouse at this point? Um... I, you wouldn't be able to know anything about this particular building security now. Okay. Um, good. Oh, Shadow. I mean, you know nothing but its name at this point, so right. it, for all you know, it could be a burned-out pile of ash. <laughs> right. No, <I'm> <laughs> a five-story burned-out pile of ash. Right, which right. somehow the phone is hovering five <laughs> stories above. <laughs> Would it be useful if you need eyes that don't attract attention? For me to hide in the shadows. Yes, actually, as long as you can make sure that no one will see you. On all fours, I blend into the darkness. We may Rick, need that, but hold on to it for now. Rick kind of holds up a hand and he says, Actually, we might blend in even better if we, if, if, if we look like we belong there. We go and we look like how people think bone gnawers always look. Maybe we go set up, find a place to rest, watch the building overnight. We can't get in. Yes. And we can find a place to watch from. But first, let's get there and see how it looks before we decide our plan. Um, if there's can, we a- a, can we grab a chip shop on the way? Chip? Uh, they're called fries? We still oh, got some dinner. Right. I made some just a little bit. Good. Can I get you a bowl of something uh, before we go? Well, if you got something on hand, sure. Bigos. Hunter stew. You'll love it. Don't if worry. Don't I'll be mind, right back. I'm going to go buy mine real quick. Grabs. If uh, there's <clears> a possibility, we're going to be, I guess, dressing up, dressing a certain way. I have some extra clothes. and <sighs> I mean... I have things that will fit everyone. I don't think necessarily best things. Um, oh, whatever you can provide, I'll be appreciated. Looking to tag, unless you like skirts. This is my normal kit. Okay. What? I'm Irish, not Scottish. I'll grab a few jackets or something. Um, and for for mechanical purposes when i'm in when i'm in wolf form i have eight dice for my stealth so <laughs> <laughs> big grudek is already sort of running off and he'll come back in a few minutes with um wearing a a, a pretty threadbare uh overcoat it's sort of a washed out brown um and a uh, a tan large brimmed cowboy hat um and he also has a travel mug that's full of some sort of hot steaming stew. And he Good hands exact. that to Tyke. Ah, Good wicked on you, mate. Jesus, loves you. If I have to say. I, I See, I couldn't hear you. I said, I, I said Grudek's actually a fairly good cook, if I can say myself. Well, thank you. Say that, uh, well, it, it warms my heart. Well, this shit's warm in my stomach, and it's already half gone. There you go. <laughs> Teenagers. All right, let's get uh, let's get 
there. Um, Thistle, do you need a place? Do you need me to drop you off at a place to get supplies? Um, no, I've got. Uh, Thistle probably ran off when Grudick did. Um, if we need something really specific, I can. I can get us that, but I've got a, and we'll ha- pull out a few essentially oversized jackets. One, one that has like the logo of whichever team lost the Super Bowl that is in the past in our current timeline, <laughs> but in the future in this timeline. Last year's losers. Um. All right. Last year, losers is my panic and video cover band. I just recently (laughs) found out that a certain team is not a lacrosse team, but is instead an American football team. (laughs) (laughs) That was the best conversation of the day. Anyway. All right. um, Tig is just going to follow because as soon as they talk about leaving the cairn, he has no idea which way to go. Hmm? All right. Well, this way, let's get going. Uh, He uh, starts to make his way out of the cairn. Okay, so it, it, it'll it take you guys about an hour to walk from the Karen entrance to the overflow parking where they let C park his SUV. <laughs> you have an SUV, right? Yeah, it's somewhere, it's somewhere between an SUV and a truck, so it's one of those weird vehicles. I have a question. Um, Shadow's going to have to ride shotgun because there's no way he'll fit in the back Yeah, <laughs> anybody. <laughs> Would I even fit shotgun? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Is there a sunroof? <laughs> <laughs> he might have to slash. You, you fit. You fit shotgun if you if you lean the seat all the way back, which means the smallest person needs to sit in the back behind Shadow. Would would it would it make sense for some of us to shift into lupus form for the drive? That, no. Okay. I mean, this is a city, right? There's going to be cops, and if they see like a freaking wolf in the car, they're probably going to freak out. I mean, that's yeah. just. Yeah, well, wolves wolves aren't wolves aren't legal pets in California, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> we and we they, do have to shift into Krynos to get out of the Cairn, though, right? Yeah, but the park is closed, so it's only okay. once you get out of the park, um, once you drive to the city, that it's going to be a problem. I mean, you could be in okay. Lupus form um, just in the parking lot, no problem. But then you have to shift. for that process. Can I spend two of my rage to shift in and out of Krynos form? Um, we're just going to assume that that all works i mean because it's not dramatically interesting okay. if one of you he's, to, he's trying to bleed off some rage. i'm trying to bleed off some rage nope okay that's fine sorry dude that's fine <laughs> <laughs> all right so i'm assuming you guys are just gonna drive to the address that um bridge runner gave c yeah mm-hmm. okay and while we're on the way i just kind of while i've got my eyes on the road um if any of you need funds for anything small, I can probably cover expenses for most things that aren't incredibly significant. I can't buy you a car, but I can definitely get some clothing or some food if need be. I, I can help out with that. Sorry. Uh, I don't know how this pack thing works. <laughs> if, I, if I'm supposed to be the leader, speak up when you need to speak up. I so I also have fair bit of cash. Uh, I've got my own job, independent resources. Um, so, like, I don't want to throw all of the financial burden on you, but I'm also not taking important stuff away from you. If that's okay, 
that's fine. I I believe in making everyone be useful when they need to and can. Mm-hmm. So if if we've yeah. both if we both got a skill that we can exercise, we'll both use it. Right, right, right. Fancy do up for the loss of you then. Hmm? <laughs> I'm what, what they mean- call. Uh, I'm what they call a uh, skint fucking broke. So <laughs> I'll I'll make sure you're taken care of. I don't yeah. have a wallet. <laughs> I would get you a wallet, but I feel like you would lose it very quickly. We'll, the we'll problem give you a chain. with wallet, I is don't need a wallet. We kind of bamf out of existence on occasion. Yeah. Or. I don't think that's what my mentor would want me to call it. I have what they call a crisis of identity. (laughs) Grudek looks very excited and gives you two thumbs. I have so much advice, but probably not the best time. In that I have no identity. (laughs) Indicating no wallet. I don't have any paperwork either, I don't think. Grudek, Grudek immediately starts taking notes in a notebook, and he's <laughs> sort of mumbling to himself, shortest time from lupus to Hamid to puns ever. <laughs> <laughs> Completely unintentional, because he doesn't know what crisis of identity means. <laughs> oh, uh, pronouns. Am I, I totally didn't fucking... ask. Uh... Do I look like right. an English teacher to you? No. Um, uh, what so... are your pronouns? <laughs> Sorry, uh, what was the question? I don't tig. understand the question. Uh, tig. Thistle uh, goes by... I, Z, is it? Z, there's... I, I can explain it. I just... Sorry, gut reaction. I'm used to people here pretending they don't understand because they don't like me. Um... I like you fine. What's this about pronouns? So, oh, most right. people, in... wolves, homids, whatever, have mm. genders. I'm catching up with I you now. I do, but mine is a third, take the third option, gender. <laughs> um, All right. And genders in English have associated pronouns. Which ones do you want me to use for you? I roll with uh, he's and him's. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shadow? And, and- I am Shadow. <laughs> uh, so if I was talking, sorry, see, I'm in. Inter- I'm supposed no, to let other people be in charge. It, it's fu- it's fine. This is this is. Remember what I said about people doing their own specialty. This is your specialty. Yeah. Okay. So Shadow, if if I'm talking to C about you, like I'm letting C know where you went, do you want me to say? She went to the forest to get the thing, or he, or they. You can tell he's really trying to process it. <laughs> um, so It's uh, okay if you don't know. It's totally okay to say I want to think about it, if that's easier. Male, female, or neither, Shadow. Male. Shadow. Uh, and, and I would assume Thistle and Grudek have probably already had this conversation, yeah. but Grudek's pronouns are male. And so are C's. He's, yeah. it, like, because he knows yours, you probably know his. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was told Thistle was a tree. 
<laughs> I so I am more I am wolf, I am tree, I am human, I am garu. I am not male, I am not female. Those but I'm not tree instead of being male or female. At least I don't think. <laughs> gen, 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 my gender is not tree. <laughs> wait. Wait. Thistle no, that would that might Thistle is a tree you get don't back mark. To me on that one. <laughs> Thistle's a flower actually. <laughs> I think I think yeah, I, Shadow might get about halfway through that that sentence, and Gurdjieff's like, mm 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 mm. I picked work, that Shadow. before I knew about this, but in the pack, plant spirits and I. Well, if we step sideways, it'll be really obvious. So it's in. I'll explain it then. In the pack. We refer to each other by what we are. I am Shadow. I am Thistle. <sighs> I totally get that Gauru might mean other names later, but that's that's the name I am at least now. <sighs> then I call you Thistle. Okay. I, don't think, I don't think you'll have to worry about I pronouns. I appreciate if you also use my pronouns, me. but <laughs> I understand you are getting used to the existence of pronouns as a linguistic concept. <laughs> I, at the very least, I don't think you have to worry about him using the wrong pronouns. <laughs> that is true. Also, I'm going to correct you. It's not a judgy thing. It's not a you need to v- apologize lots thing. It's just the Reflex? Reflexes are good. I'm with Shadow on that one. Hmm. All right. Uh, all right. We should, be, we should only be a few minutes. And eventually, out now. the awkward car conversation <laughs> was over. Sorry. Leans, leans forward across the divider in the front, starts playing with the radio. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> when Grudek leads back, Shadow immediately goes back up and starts playing with the radio too because he doesn't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually, you um, you know, following your GPS or whatever, I assume you find yourself um, ways <laughs> in the uh, southwest corner of the financial district, um, and you find the Kearney Street address that the Glasswalkers gave you, and it appears to be a five-story brown building with a faded sign that says Mills Hotel right on it, so you can't miss it. Um, There is no super obvious parking, so C will probably have to um, drive around a little while to find a place. Yeah, drive around the block, see if I can find something nearby. We should probably park far away. Any to look around the neighborhood a little bit as you drive. Yeah, and it's, um, it's, it's a pretty intensely... It's a dense neighborhood. Like, uh, the buildings are just crammed together. Uh, the Mills Hotel itself is sandwiched between two different bars. Um, and then there's a coffee shop on the corner. Um, and just various. There's like, a, you know, a money changer, cash payday loan place. And, you know, there's just like, all, and they're all just crammed yeah. right together. And even at this hour, there's just people everywhere. Um 
some homeless, some not, none of them looking particularly posh. Um, C's clothing would probably stand out a little. Yeah. <laughs> Tig will probably fit right in. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, yeah, but that's what you're dealing with. Uh, the only problem with parking too with the only par- problem with parking too far away is unless we post a guard, um, someone would be able to steal the vehicle without any of us being able to notice. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, I mean, I'm thinking maybe even parking sort of the next neighborhood over somewhere a little bit less shady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also somewhere that people probably wouldn't notice us parking and getting out and then trying to look like we're crashing for the night in an alley or something. Actually, is uh, there a parking garage a little distance away somewhere? Yeah, there's probably... This will, like, pull out Google Street View or something and start yeah. you, looking You can for find um, fairly expensive, but existent public parking within a few blocks, probably. I mean, a parking garage is the safest place to leave this thing and then walk a few blocks away, so... I think yeah. that's probably what we should do. All right. So, I, mean, I, I find a parking garage. Okay. I mean mug everybody looking at us the whole way. <laughs> so I assume you're going to park in the garage and then walk back to the Mills Hotel? Yeah, and when, when C gets out of the vehicle, he pulls his jacket, which is this sort of black leather biker jacket that it looks well made, but he's been wearing it for so long that it's been tattered down a little bit just by time. So just cover up the very fashionable looking shirt with a cool. somewhat more worn jacket yeah. uh this will um do you have like a glove compartment pop the glove compartment yeah. um i'll take out like my little first aid kit and shove that in the understanding that doesn't come with me if we step sideways but shove that in the pocket of my jacket and the rest of the bag goes in the glove compartment I will uh, unless anyone needs and we'll pull out a ex like a few energy bars. Anyone need extra food? Oh hit me. <laughs> Tossy one. What is oh, that? He immediately you. eats it. Yeah. <laughs> like a trash compactor. Grudek tucks one into his pocket. What mm-hmm. is that? It's a- food for later. This will hand it out. Um, you pull off the wrapper, and it's. Have you had oatmeal? No. I keep trying, but <laughs> he's, he's he's slow in coming. Have to you grains. seen bread? Yes. It's kind of like bread, but in a different shape. Okay. <laughs> I also have some jerky, which is meat that's been salted. That I know. Do you want that? Not right now, but thank you. Cool. Sure. I'm the closest I've been to doing anything like this was a group project, uh, which is a school thing. I hope I'm being helpful. You're, abs- you're absolutely being helpful, Thistle. Thank Shadow, Shadow will hand the bar back to Thistle. You are very Sorry. helpful. And before before he leaves the vehicle entirely, C uh, taps one of the roof tiles on it and opens up the compartment that he's had that that is supposed supposed to be storage. Uh, checks in there, which has his sword hidden in it, 
make sure it's still safe, closes it again. Sword. Can't take that one with me, unfortunately. Yeah, might might draw a little attention. <laughs> is it, I mean, is it silver? Can we sense it? Or is it... No, it's not silver. It would be kind of gauche for a werewolf to have a silver sword. <laughs> well, it's like a glaive. <laughs> some, some werewolves do carry silver weapons, um, you know, but... None of you guys would be so honored <laughs> yeah, no, at this point. I think that, Mr. Mr. Uh, lineage of Heroes over here would probably be the most likely to, to whip out a glaive. I can, I can turn my claws. I will be able to turn my claws into silver later on, so I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, just, that's just the one thing that I've got marked to protect me when I'm in the Umbra. Yeah, that's sure. Fair, that's fair. Um, and Michelle, I sent you a... Um, uh, a, a whisper on roll 20. Oh, okay. It's not anything super secret, but I just didn't want to slow things down. Okay. Uh, should we roll perception or anything on the uh, alertness on the way back? I forget how to answer you secretly back, but the answer is yes. Okay. To uh, the, slash W and then to, to all three? start typing their name. Okay. Mm-hmm. And should pop up. Okay, there we go. Did that work? Okay. Okay, thank you. All right, um, so um, for the sake of narrative efficiency, we'll say that nobody attempts to mug you or anything on your way. To that would be an easy solution to I am quest. very saddened. <laughs> so, <laughs> Please mug so Shadow. So you find yourself, after, after a bit of a walk, you find yourself, without major incident, um, standing in front of the Mills Hotel. And it has a single entrance, and some windows, you know, fire escape, that kind of thing. Um, just brown brick building, kind of crummy looking. Ty will uh, go up and try the door. It is open. There, it is not locked. Uh, well, that one was a freebie. Critic <laughs> opens his mouth there... and puts a finger up and then just closes it and puts the finger <laughs> <back> <laughs> Some... Is there some sort of like streetwise or intelligence larceny thing I could do just to case the building is a little strong, but get like a general sense of? Um, yeah, you can you can be our our first role of the chronicle. Okay, if you like um, let's do um. So you're just trying to get a feel for for what exactly? Like, sort of the layout of the building. Uh, where our target thing might be relative to us, what... Okay, so um, go ahead and do... This is um, a local, like, what this building might be laid out like. Is, she, um, is he trying to figure it out based on um, what Z is seeing or on what Z is, um, like, already aware of as far as knowledge of, of how the city works? This is mostly um, mostly visual. Like, okay. obviously, if you see a fire escape, you know what that is because you right. live somewhere where fire escapes exist. Okay, so let's do um, but, perception and streetwise difficulty seven. Um, okay. Uh, I would also like to just sort of start sniffing and see if I can tell how many people are in the building. I don't know if I can do that, but Shadow would try. Street was that? Oh, and yes, I just don't have any of it. That's cool. Um, um, Shadow, do 
do um, perception and primal urge. Okay. Uh, difficulty also seven. And I want to see I'm if I can spot. I'm really any. sorry to. Uh, you said seven. Yeah, difficulty seven. And cool. mine so, was also seven. Yep. Perception streetwise for thistle. Perception primal urge for shadow. And I want Zero, to see if I can spot any not a cats fail. or rats or pigeons. Wait, sorry, and, I didn't mean to talk over you. Grudek is rolling for what? He's trying to see if he can spot any cats or rats or stray dogs or pigeons or anything around. Uh, visually? Yeah. Um, okay. Or nasally, but I my perception is a little limited in Hamid form. Three successes, yeah. one's a ten. Okay. Um, my perception uh, my perception specialty is keen smell. Okay. Um, in that case... Um, there are for a building of its size and you've gotten like a, a vague sense you've been in the city before, like shopping with rips for clothes and stuff. And you're used to smelling a lot more people inside a building of that size than you smell inside of this one. It seems not entirely vacant, but more empty than you would expect for a five story building. Just uh, like this. Very like that's supposedly a, a residential building. So just very softly. Not enough people inside. Tyga makes eye contact with C and just kind of jerks his head towards the stairs. And if he doesn't get a immediate negative, he's going to just hit the stairs and start heading up to the top floor. Uh, C actively gives him a nod, but he does say, "Keep quiet. We don't want any undue attention." Um, and Grudek, I'm going to need you to do perception and primal urge also. And because you're in Hamid form, it's going to be difficulty eight. Okay. You got two hey. successes. All right. Um, so weirdly, Grudek, you don't see any pigeons, but you swear you can smell them. Okay. Um, very nearby. I mean, it's nighttime, so they'd probably be roosting. Let's see. How many successes was it? Two. Yeah, you, you can't tell. You just have like a, a faint sense of pigeon scent, but you can't really tell from what direction um, or how nearby. But you you don't see or hear any pigeons. Okay. All right. So Tag's going to move to the fifth floor as quietly as possible. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I think rather than staying outside and so Tag has just wake up gone straight into the building, huh? Is anyone following him in, or has uh, he yeah, just C, gone in by himself? Uh, C is um, is also following, um, just keeping a, a faint distance behind, um, trying to be quiet. Did I get any reaction from C when I said there weren't enough people in the building? Um, he nodded and um well that makes our job easier and a little bit more curious no keep an eye out i'll just so Ty, follow see tag is the first into the building and um and then the rest of you guys are following mm-hmm. well, i think i think what krudek does krudek is sitting and sort of looking around under cars and trying to scan ledges to see if he sees any animals and then he turns around and everybody's already gone inside the building <laughs> And he's like, holera! And he turns <laughs> inside after everybody else. Um, so, it's weirdly dark inside. There's maybe one working light bulb on this floor. 
Um, there's a hallway that the the street. You're heading east as you head into the building, and you can see um, what looks like a, a leasing office, but it's all shut up. There's no um, light under the door. Or anything the door is closed. It says like, you know leasing office or whatever on the sign um, and there's some other closed doors but the brightest light is uh, toward the back of the building where you can um, just faintly see what looks like um, you know kind of a landing where there would be stairs and elevator and stuff like toward the back of the building but it's and you can also hear the faint sounds of, of, of people like if you listen you hear the occasional cough or um Maybe you hear the distant droning sound of of, um, one television somewhere. As I'm following C, I am keeping all of my senses open for anything that might be hostile or coming too close. Okay. Uh, Very little movement at all around you. It seems very still. I get Tiger's attention for just a minute just to give him the hand signal of five up. That's the floor we're looking for. Right, yeah. Now, he heard that with the uh, and the briefing, and he'll just give you a thumbs up and just as quickly and quietly as he can, top floor, mm. on the stairs. Mm. Um, okay. Aaron's got something. There's there's an elevator also, if, if anybody it. wants to check that out. Um, it's when you get to the, you have to go almost all the way to the back of the building to even see the stairs and the elevator, but they're right next to each other. Um. But as soon as you get within visual range of the elevator, you can see that the doors are there's <laughs> there's uh, the doors are stuck partially open, <laughs> and you can't see anything inside there. There's just like this little gap and then darkness. So the elevator does not appear to be operational. So it'll be the stairs regardless. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Elevators are noisy anyway. To Shadow's first uh, elevator ride, so if we can avoid that for now, it's probably good. Okay, so you guys are going up yeah. five flights then. Aaron, Aaron, uh-huh. Aaron's got something they're doing. I. So are we all? I'm really sorry. Two things. Okay. Are we all going up, or is it Tig heading up ahead stealthily? Good question. Uh, Tig is currently ahead of us. I'm okay. I'm stalling back a floor until Tig gives the all clear for any floor that he that he gets to. Okay. Um, as that's happening, can Thistle? I have. I have spirit, spirit heritage, spirit magnet, and spirit speech. Spirit speech being essentially a passive gift. Um, can I sort of just try and get a sense of if this place feels spiritually as I'd expect of the city area or if it feels like abnormal, un- unusually dark or unusually one thing or another? Basically, you feel about as uneasy as you would with your normal, just common sense. There's nothing else that stands out to you right now. Okay. It's not like this place feels really quiet compared to other cities I've been in or other city places I've been or this place feels really powerful, just sort of baseline. Yeah, there's, it's slightly more quiet than you would have expected, but it's probably due to the what Shadow noticed that there just aren't that many people in the building. And, um, but it seems there's kind of a dead 
feeling about it as far as occupancy goes. But other than that, you're not sensing anything overwhelmingly unusual, except that as you climb the stairs, it just starts to smell worse and worse. Um, And you can't even identify it as one particular type of scent, but it's just like generally mold and rot and like even feces, not necessarily human. Uh, It's basically the smell of a place that's kind of gone too long uninvestigated. (laughs) If I can keep an eye on the spirit climate as we ascend, that'd be awesome. Well, you don't really have any way of doing that yet. So, yeah, you're pretty much stuck with your senses at this point. No, that's fine. Just from my sort of passive relationship to stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, You're not getting any spiritual messages at this point. That's a really good idea, though. Can I use sense worm? Um... Let's see. Is a gift. And yeah, um, and of course I forgot to write down what the mechanics of that are. Can you I, catch yeah, me up? I roll I roll perception and occult. Mm-hmm. Um, and the difficulty depends on the concentration and strength of the worm's influence, if any. Sensing a single fomor in the next room would be difficulty six, while detecting the stench of a bane that was in the room an hour ago would be difficulty seven. Vampires register as worm tainted, save those with humanity ratings of seven or higher. Okay. Go ahead and give that a try if Grudek is going to use that gift. Um, and I'll trust you to do the proper mechanics on it since I okay. neglect to prepare that one. Sure. Uh, difficulty seven, probably. Um, I'm going to say difficulty eight, actually. Sure. That's fair. Yeah. One success. Okay. Um, you definitely sense a general tainted feeling about the place, but it's not necessarily in the sense that, you know, there are actual banes hanging out here. It's just that this is a place of such concentrated human misery that the worm, like, is likely drawn to it, but you don't get any sense of, like, immediate presence of a worm creature near you. What floor are you on right now, by the way? Probably one below where Ty is. Okay. Yeah, we're all one below where Ty is. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, and, and I will point out just um, out of character that um, the reason Grudek is, is rolling that is because he was actually – he went through his – he's older than I think everybody else is. He's – what, 26 did we say, Michelle? Um, some like 25 or so. You're all so older than me. I'm four. He's in his 20s somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he, he's a little older and he actually went through a rite of passage back in Brescht. Um, but has is having to do it again here because yeah, he has to uh, reprove himself because Bonar, right? <laughs> but but he does have access to to his first level gifts because yeah. everyone gives uh, the Bonars a hard time. Yeah. Yep. Um, it was it was a whole big thing where he wasn't even allowed to he, cooking is his big thing as you pointed out, see, and he wasn't allowed to do it for a long time until mm-hmm. they didn't trust him until Mark's Lion let him take yeah. a crack at it. Um, but okay, Bonars so anyway, are so, the. Scum of Gaia. Um, so, uh, Gurdek will sort of hiss at the others and say, there, "There's, there's the, the lingering scent of the worm here, but I don't, I don't think anything present. Just a place of interest for it. So be, be careful. But I, I don't think." And then he stops himself. He says, no, I watched too many movies. So I won't say I don't think something is about to burst through a wall. But um, be be careful, but keep claws put away for now. 
this is a place of misery. I wouldn't be surprised if there was at least a little bit of worm presence. This whole area is run down. Two floors up, Tag sticks his head over the railing. Oi, what are your fuckers talking about down there? <laughs> I'm not the one that started talking. There is evil in this place. Yeah, your mum's evil. All right. Grudek, Grudek tries to she communicate through charades, through charades by making like a worm gesture with his hand, which probably does not, tra- yeah, exactly, does not translate well. I don't know my. We'll work on your dance moves later, big fella. As you climb the stairs, you hear the distant sound of somebody just endlessly coughing their lungs up on a lower floor, which, you know, fades as you get higher. Um, And, uh, Tyg, you do eventually ascend to the fifth floor. And I'm going to share with all of you the um, floor plan of this place so you can see where all the doors are and stuff, where, uh, where you come out. Uh, let me know. It's in your journal now. It yep. should be. Let me know if you see it. it. Oh, got it. it. Cool. Yep. So you can see, do you see where the stairs are on the right there toward toward the east side of the building? Stairs and elevator? Yeah, right where the elevator is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Where that big square is, is um, where you'll be coming out the door. Oh, so um, it's actually an enclosed, like, stairwell, not an open onto the floor yep. stair. Okay. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. I mean, you can you can see up and down the stairwell, but there's doors at each landing that let out onto the hole. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where Tig comes out, and the um, there's a single bare bulb, like right at that corner, in a, in the jagged remains of a light fixture, and that is the only lighting in that entire L-shaped hallway. Is just right at the corner of the L, um, one bulb. And Man, it's not particularly nuts. bright either. Did we get any Imagine not so many at all. <laughs> are the others have... burnt out? There aren't any. Um, They're not there yet. They're gone. Like you can see some places where light fixtures used to be, but everything has just been ripped out of there. Okay. And it really smells bad up here, like super bad. Uh, like sewage bad, or like corruption like and rot bad all of the above like okay. mold like uh bird droppings like possibly decay yeah okay. it's nasty it's like a uh, like a dumpster basically. Smells, like, smells smells like they don't have a good roof on this thing <laughs> is this yeah. the top floor yep it's okay. the top floor of the building can i see if if uh can i try again to find some rats or something well, hang on. crawling around real, real quick because i think both william and i have to have a thing sure yeah um, first, did we ever get an indication as to what room the phone was in? Or was it just on the fifth floor? Just said on the fifth floor. Okay, so we got to search as many rooms until Good we luck. find it. Um, can I, with my keen senses, can I tell if there's anybody on this floor, and if so, where they're at? Like, can I, dis- can I d- differentiate that from the stench? Um, no, you're, you're probably suffering severe sensory overload right now in particular um like it's the smells are so strong um that even in homid form for you it's just like it's like being screamed at could constantly. could i discern if this was intentional um no no okay it just reeks. it seems like it just I mean, you've walked by dumpsters in the city and stuff and had a similar feeling. It just seems like yeah. here's a place that's just a pile of garbage, basically. 
Uh, Tig would like to scan his eyes up and down the halls to see if any of the doors have any light peeking out from under them at all. He thinks that would probably be easiest to see considering how dark these hallways are anyway. Okay, yeah. Um, Very good question. Um, So as you can see, there's like an L shape. There's a hall that goes south from where you are, and there's a hall Mm -hmm. that goes west from where you are. Right. Um, At the far west end of the hall, you can see light coming from the farthest west door that's facing north. There's a little bit of light coming from under there. Um, There's also some light coming from those doors right there at the corner where you're standing. Just a tiny, tiny bit. Almost looks like there might be candles burning in there. Okay. Um, And then all the way at the south end of the hall, uh, on the eastern side, that last door Uh on the eastern side, little bit of light coming from under there, too. Okay, so the southeast corner apartment has some light coming out of it. Mm, and as then does the, the, the two in the northwest both the corner. Doors, both of the doors in the northwest corner, yep. And then okay. the far west, the one facing north, there's some... The one in the other stairwell, basically, from what we can see? Yeah. Okay. So right. when C reaches the fifth floor, he kind of looks around. This should be um, Thistle. Yes. Uh, do you think that you can sense the spirit bound to the fetish? I was told no before, but that's a GM question. Yeah. Um, no, uh, Thistle is not at present receiving any sort of spiritual communications. In fact, he hasn't really since that, since he went through the first change. Um, the the Rowan spirit, etc., has not really communicated directly with Zer at all. Um only when Z actually steps sideways does he notice that the spirits like kind of flock to Zer, but otherwise things are pretty normal on this side right. of, of the uh, uh, the gauntlet. The spirit might be more what's it spirit might be more interested in me, more curious about me than others, uh, and might sense my own sort of nature more immediately, but I, I don't, and I can talk to them, of course, but I can't reach out quite that much. I'm sorry. It's fine, but uh, it's good to know what our strengths and limitations are. So unless it reaches out to us, we're on our own looking for it. And we're all finding our way, Thistle. It's... We're just going to do what we can. I'm sure with time, you'll be able to call all forth all the spirits of a building. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, I, I got the uh, we've got buildings where the spirits we weren't supposed to talk to as much. <laughs> we've got two lights down to the uh, Rudek, to the northwest corner and one on the south. Sorry, I, I was just in response to the buildings aren't the ones we're supposed to talk to. Gridek just puts a finger to his lips and winks at Thistle. <laughs> This place smells. You can say that again, lad. Smells like something or just smells? This place smells. (laughs) I can agree with you on that. Tiger, which one were you saying we should start with? Well, we've got one down in the uh, southeast corner, and then there's a pair of doors with some lights coming out um, uh, on the northwest end. I can't see round if there's anything on the the far side, but I think the hallway continues around. 
Well, let's check this. Let's check the lone door. And first. also, don't for, also don't forget that you can see a tiny bit of light on the doors yep. that you're now standing, basically right next to. You. There's two mm. doors. See that corner there, yes. uh, the the northeast corner. Mm-hmm. Two doors mm-hmm. right next to each other. Both of those seem to have a tiny bit of light. Oh, yeah. those do as well. Okay. Mm. Uh, let's yeah. let's check the lone door first, so that if it is there, we can try and find it without having to worry about waking up the door next to it. The one to mm. the south. Yeah. Do we have any way of locating it without seeing it? Unfortunately, I don't think so. I guess we probably should have asked for the phone number, but <laughs> too late now. No, it's very possible the phone, it didn't they say it was very possible the bridge runner did. mechanics of the phone were dead? Yeah, Bridge Runner did say it's very likely the battery is yeah. dead or it might even be broken. Since it hasn't moved, it's seems like it's probably not being used for whatever reason. Perhaps we listen at the door and see if anybody is active inside. Well, if we need to get in, just let me know. (laughs) Shadow, you are keen of sense and quiet of step. Can you check the doors? (laughs) I will very quietly move to the lone door at the end of the hall. Okay, are you going to shift to lupus form first, or... Um, um, actually, before I go, look at C, and I'll just pantomime all fours. Um, he thinks for a second. Um, in that moment, Thistle is... Will your nose be okay? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> How quickly Seems can you get risky, back from that? Your call. Right now I'm brimming with rage, so I can do it like that. <laughs> well, um, for, for breed form, you don't have to do I anything know. at all. For breed you form, just I just automatically yeah. shift. Yeah. But to get, to get back to Hamid form so that we can leave. Yeah. Moments. Um, yeah, he give can it, instantly shift back if he spends a point of rage. So. Give it a try. If the smell is overwhelming, revert immediately. So backing up into the stairwell so that I'm not in the middle of the hallway, um, I'm just going to shift to beast. Okay. And the smell is clearly worse. Um, all of his animal instincts are telling him that this is a place of just decay and disease and like he just wants to get the hell out of there basically it's not so overwhelming that he can't move or think but he will have instinct screaming at him like this place is gross and unhealthy and you should go somewhere where there's fresher water and healthier animals because this is a bad you know hunting ground with the (laughs) enhanced with the better senses now can i separate out the smells anymore um, a little bit, um, in in the sense that the doors where you can see light, you can also tell that um, there are actual living humans Wait. behind each of them. Also, uh, for for uh, vision purposes, while I am a wolf, I am the size of a mastiff. Still, like I am still a big wolf. Yes, and and completely black fur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're pretty hard to see towards the extreme ends of the hallway because, as I said, the only light bulb is right at that corner by no. the stairs. So as you proceed down 
You were going to head to the south door. Yeah, first? I'm going to head to that lone door first and just sort of sniff around it, see if okay. I can't. I'm I'm trying to see if I can smell number of individuals, and if I can if I can if I can at all determine anything about them. Like if like if there's a large smell of hormones to indicate a younger person, or a large right. smell of. Gotcha. Whatever might indicate an an older person, yeah. (laughs) Any any sort of details that I can possibly pick out. Okay. Let me roll stuff. Um, um, the you can you can roll stealth if you like. Um, the more important role is going to be um, perception and primal urge, and for you in your current state, it's going to be difficulty seven. Does that include the minus two perception difficulty? Yep. Okay. Yep. Because if you were just in homin form trying to do that, it would be a difficulty nine okay. roll for sure. Yeah. All right. So let me do the perception primal urge first, and this is my keen smell uh, uh, specialization. Yeah. Uh, Got this. Do. Oh, yep. Yeah, difficulty seven. Three successes. One of them is a ten. <laughs> For the spell, and then four successes. For so yeah, four successes. Um, okay. and then for the stealth, uh, two successes. So I'm very quiet. Okay, so stealth two and perception three. Okay, uh, perception so you get to the is yeah no it, you get it, to the one two three. Four. Or, yeah, it should be four. I don't know why it didn't... Okay. Your specialization only counts as two if it if you if you have the specialization, but the one always takes one away. Yeah, but I have I have an eight, an eight, a nine, a ten, and a one. Yeah. So it should be four, so. not not three. Yeah, okay. So you get to the that southern door and you snuffle around under it a little bit um from the sounds you're hearing inside it doesn't appear that anyone has noticed that there's someone snuffling around outside their door um and you hear actually uh a woman talking and you can smell an adult woman and um two children um you smell a prepubescent female human child and an adolescent male human child in the room. Mm. And right there, actually, we're going to take a little break because it's 10 to 8 and um, you might need some uh, refreshment. So mm-hmm. we'll take a little break there and we'll come back in uh, 15. Alrighty, 15 minutes. All right. Um, Shadow, are you going to check the other doors? Yeah. So um, I've con- this one has uh, adolescent male, pre- prepubescent female, and adult female. Mm-hmm. At least as far as I can smell. Um, Human, for sure, yep. Okay. Then, yeah, I will just quietly pad around the rest of the... And all the way over to the other end of the hallway as well. Um, okay. Uh, sniffing at each door. <clears throat> okay. So, what you discover um, is at the corner nearest the elevator, where there's those two doors next to each other... Mm-hmm. Um, behind each door is a man, living human man of some adult age. Um, that one that's all the way to the west corner (laughs) facing north, um, there's a woman. Yep. 
then down at the other southern end of that hall. Um, second from the bottom on the right there, door facing east, um, right past uh, the garbage chute, um, there is uh, a woman. Okay. Then I will pad back to the stairwell, back into the stairwell, and spend a rage to go Hamid. Um, spend that rage. I will gladly spend that rage. Uh, mechanical clarification, because Aaron is kind of dumb. When we spend a rage, we don't need to roll, or we still need to roll? Uh, don't. It's like, if you spend a rage to shift forms, it happens instantly as though you're shifting to your breed form. Just like just like that. Mm-hmm. Cool, thanks. Yep. Um, so... <clears throat> the only room with children is at the ha- end of the hall. I'll say pointing down towards the one room that had... They get one mother, one daughter, one teenage son. And the description that we were given of the thief was sort of a adolescent young adult. Mm. Yeah, about about twelve years old. Yeah, like we a little blighter with long hair. Blonde hair, right? Short Blonde hair, short hair. Was was there anyone that you could tell in the the room next to that one? No. Only the rooms with light have people. Maybe we should try to get in door next to and see what we can hear through wall. It smells bad. It does. The one next to it smells super, super bad. Uh, it smells like bird shit, like a lot mm. of bird shit. <laughs> Dead pigeons. Well, then... Uh, not charming dead, place, Not huh? dead yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that... Alright, so, uh... You want that I should get us into the room next door, or the one with the lights on? Hmm? Uh, the one with the lights on has people in it, and we are specifically not to raise alarm. Let's get to the room next door and see what we can learn. Fair enough. Should be and I'll quiet. go try the door, see if it's open. It is. It's open. It's not locked. Um, it, Ty looks very Ty disappointed. Opens doors. It's. <laughs> it's He's uh, hoping for a locked one, to be quite honest. <laughs> In fact, this door, as if to thoroughly annoy Tyke, it doesn't even have a knob. There's an empty hole where the knob used to be, and it just pushes right open. It's like these bastards aren't even trying. And as soon as you open the door, an explosion of pigeons. (laughs) 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 You apparently awaken an entire clan of pigeons, and they go sailing out the window, some of them in their startlement banging on the edge of the window on their way out and careening into each other. Like I said, um, oh, there's a mass no. exodus. They flew away it. from me, not into the hall. Do, right. do, any, they, yeah, do they, any of them come towards us like a John Woo movie? Does it get slow motion? <laughs> <laughs> they seem to be very aware of where the exit is in the room, and they're all making like a, said, a beeline. Not dead yet. <laughs> if, if, yeah. if I can, before they leave, I'm going to shout using Beast's speech. Um, 
don't worry. We're not here to disturb you. We just want to come and look. Uh, and immediately after he does that, sees like, you know that was loud, right? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I just the grabbed, explosion was loud too. I just yeah, he's loudly cooing, basically. I just sort um, of grab Grudek and see and carry them into the room very quickly so we can close the door. <laughs> uh, Grudek, will you roll um, charisma and animal Ken? Yes. That's a roll that I expected to make. <laughs> <laughs> Just get in. This soul does not need to be carried. No, that's why I grabbed C and Grudek. Um, I and imagine it's, it's C, but he's not going to fight it. <laughs> okay. No successes. So the pigeons ignore you and continue escaping. One of them glances back like, what the fuck? But then just flies out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this guy speaks pigeon? The what the fuck pigeon. Uh, not sticking around to find out why. What the fuck pigeon is our new mascot. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere we go, there's the what the fuck pigeon. <laughs> He's just always perched there on the fence. Yep. Tilting his head quizzically. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, so you're now in an empty room that absolutely reeks of pigeon droppings. Um, there is nicest places. Once you can see where on the on the floor plan where there's like a little stove, and then next to that is a sink, and the sink is just full of bird poop. It's crusted black and gray, and it's just the nastiest thing you've ever seen. Once this all gets in the room, I'll close the door behind us. Uh, is probably pretty close behind Tag, because... And once you close the door, even with the window open, like, even the humans are probably... Mm -hmm. Eyes watering. Eyes watering, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Can we look around and see if we see anything in here? Other than a lot of bird shit? It's pretty dark. The only light is filtering in through the window from the street so it's like and also the the building next door is like three feet away so it's also blocking a lot of light so you can barely see it all um are the fixtures in here also missing or are they broken they're just covered in bird crap and utterly non-functional and some of them are missing pieces you know okay um i'm gonna reach up to one of them and use trash's treasure and try to turn it on Okay, what are you trying to turn on exactly? The the light. I'm I'm gonna just reach up to the um to the light bulb and turn it on. Okay. Um, uh, what's which, the remind me of the mechanics of that? Um it uh the player takes a hold of a broken object and rolls wits plus crafts. The object functions perfectly for one turn per success and also supplies its own power, fuel, or ammunition. Roll it. Grab that okay. light bulb and roll it. Four successes. All right. So that light bulb just switches on as though it were brand new. And you can now see each other perfectly. And you can see all the pigeon droppings in great detail. The pigeons have been living here for quite some time. There's feathers and there's nests and stuff in there. It's just... Uh, I've been in this room before. (laughs) (laughs) Grudek sort of pauses after the light comes on and then looks around guiltily and he says, sorry, I should have asked first. I hope that was okay. No, it's fine. Oh, um, you know, fun story in case any of you find this too far-fetched. This is based on a real building from um, uh, like about nine years ago that was in this condition in this exact spot in San Francisco. So, yeah. 
I find it interesting that theoretically Grudek could make a cemented up Civil War cannon fire. <laughs> so, uh, Tig is over by the wall just with his head pressed up against it looking for a shit clear sectin- section that he can listen up against. There is no clean part of that wall to lean against, but, you know, luckily the walls are not that thick, so he can just kind of put his ear near it and he doesn't have to actually touch the slime. Oh, good. And and just funk. Grudek digs around in a pocket and hands him a handkerchief. And and, and he can hear occasionally, like, a child's voice um, just calling out a number or something. And And then he hears a woman's voice say, Ethan, let your sister win. And that's about all he hears. Well, it looks like our little uh, criminal's larcenous name is Ethan. Shall we go have a uh, word with the ma and let him know, let her know what her son maybe's been up to? Oh, this Listen. probably rings very personally for Tig. <laughs> Oh, he knows exactly how this conversation goes down. Hmm? Uh, and if we have well, a little extra time, I want to talk to her about the idea of letting the other child win. That's not good for development. How about uh, C and... don't necessarily know. Uh, so, um, myself, Grudek, and Tig, maybe we should be the ones to go in and talk about how uh, my sister's purse had been lifted by someone who matches his description. Maybe, but I think Thistle had something she was going to say. Z. Or Z was Z. going to say. Z. Yes, Thistle? Mm, well, I can't stage whisper for the life of me. <laughs> uh, but in soft tones, well, so... If need be, I can I can climb as well as I can walk in the right situation. Um, and if that's helpful, though. City running. I just, there's a little bit of a risk that the mother may know, but, you know. But at let's... least then there's a lecture about getting <sighs> caught. Perhaps Thistle and I go around the outside while you three go through the front door. Oh, you guys, he, Perry is going to Spider-Man your way around the window. I, I don't know if I can. If He'll stick his head out the. Yeah, I don't think there's a fire escape or, uh, or parapet around this side. I don't need one. It's a city. I'm... Um, yeah. I can lift a you're, car. You're 100% right on this, Aaron. You could totally Spider-Man that wall. Yeah. And I can lift uh, a car. I think I can so hold I up. do want to... Again, I'm new to the system. Um, do I have to be in Krinos form to use a right, or... No, um, to use your, I, your gift, you can be in okay. whatever form. Um, so basically, any city, man-made city structures, you can move over them just at the same speed you would walk yeah. over the ground when you use uh, the gift. Uh, um, 
I'm not. If you're confident, Shadow, I totally don't mind nope. having you with me. I just, I'm not strong enough to catch you in case something goes wrong. Yeah, and it's also a sheer brick wall, so I don't think Shadow would have any luck using claws or anything to get up it. It's not a matter of strength. It's a matter of there's no handholds. I can't, really. like, punch my fingers into the brick with my with my that's not a matter of strength that's a matter of material strength your fingers your bones are not as strong as bricks so. um even if i use predator's arsenal um i forget what that is remind me predator's arsenal oh. basically gives me my wolf claws as my fingers instead of normal yeah fingers. they're still claws though they're okay. still organic material that could also, break against stuff okay i mean in character also i think it, it, it's one thing if if, if Thistle is going to go out, because theoretically Z just could be going for a, an evening climb or, or <laughs> parkour. Or I something. look like someone trying to steal from the place. Right, right. But but I think also yeah. if suddenly um, even can you use Predator's Arsenal in Hamid form? Yeah, that's what it's meant for. Okay. okay. I mean, I think that if, if somebody looks, so what's all this brick dust coming from? And up above it. <laughs> I, think, I think we might have some veil issues. If nothing else, um, if you're in the room, you could act as a relay. Let me know if I absol- if I need to come in or if something changes. I can do I that. Think, I think for the moment... We're here to do this without arousing suspicion. We're here to do this without breaking the veil. Keep an eye on the outside, just in case. But don't start climbing until we really need you. Absolutely. Only, also a good idea if, only if, if I get the go-ahead just as a, another... Uh, Actually, do you have your cell phone on you? Yeah. I'm going to take your number down and I can signal you if I need to. Mm-hmm. I relay a accurately area coded number. <laughs> I take it down. This Michelle? I think it's 503. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tig is shifting to Glabro, or he's going to try. Okay. Um, are you going to spend a point of rage to do it, or do the roll? He's, he's going to try and roll, and if that doesn't work, it's then difficulty he'll spend the... seven. Um, okay. And crap, I can't remember what the roll there is. Uh, oh, wait, I have it on my character sheet. It's on the character I have sheet. It already populated. Hmm. Okay. It's stamina and primal urge. Stamina and primal urge, and you said difficulty seven. Okay. Yep. Um, Shadow, just out of curiosity, uh, where else in the building are one success? Exits? That's all I need. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll give Thistle the yeah. the indication. It's further down, mm-hmm. way further down. Yeah. <laughs> I took notes. Yep. Um, so uh, Tig puts on probably a good. 50 pounds of muscle and another four inches or so. His features grow angular, but where you guys would expect those sort of tufted ears and fang teeth, he look he still looks entirely human. Mm-hmm. Fair Glabro. Fair Glabro is the best. <laughs> uh, Grudek nods, uh, nods appreciatively and says, that's pretty good. <laughs> He gives Shadow. a shrug. Shadow His shirt's significantly yeah. I, tighter now. <laughs> I told this already. So All Thistle's right. going outside by herself, or is somebody going with her? Uh, Z is going to sort of wait. I assume it's not a huge distance on the outside. <clears throat> um, the, well, you can see from... This would be a good time to pull up 
the floor plan just because it shows how much 20 feet is and then it shows you the size of the yeah, wall. So it's, it's uh, like not, especially if I can walk at my normal speed, it's not that far on the outside. Um, I'm, I'm on standby, but I'm only going to actually climb if it becomes right. So you're standing five uh, floors below that window and you're kind of in a little alleyway between the two buildings. Um, and, there is a guy Wait, sleeping there. I'm really sorry. No. I lost you at your five floors. We're still below. in the room. I thought I was Michelle. in the room next Wait. door. Wait, we're still in Wait, the room. I thought you said you were going outside and you were going to wait. No, I'm sorry. No, I just okay. said that I can use city running and then confirm that that was accurate. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, Z, Z was going to crawl out the window and go around. Oh, oh, if oh we so, need so Z's exiting the window of the room that you're in now, or not yet. Okay, so I right think now the plan is as a backup or as a supplement, Z can go out the window of the room we're in. Okay, and walk but you're all going to go through the, the door together. next door window. So uh, just the three of us, me, uh, yeah. Grudek, and um, oh, and then yeah. Shadow, um, and then C is going to call Thistle yeah. if he's needed. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm so, and I'm sitting so in the which, room with this. Keep an eye out if anyone okay. tries to throw something out the window. Okay, so Shadow is staying with Thistle, and then the other three are going to the door. Yes, the uh-huh. door. got there. I understand now. <laughs> Sorry, I'm bad no with worries. spatial things sometimes. It's all right, so am I sometimes. Yeah, that's that why I had to have like an actual. Nice to have map. tokens or something. Indeed, yeah, Jack right. will teach me how to do that. See, so, uh, who do you want to take point on this? Um. Rudek, you have an air of elderly authority. I think you might be good as the lead-in, uh, as perhaps a uh, parental figure. My sister's bag was stolen, and I happened to recognize the, the young boy as he came home. Of course, of course. Um, Grudek takes his hat off and sort of holds it humbly between his hands in front of him, <laughs> um, and uh, goes up and, and knocks on the door. Okay. Uh, a woman answers the knock. She could be anywhere from 30 to 45. Uh, her, her general disarray and poor health makes it kind of hard to tell. She's got frazzled blonde hair with dark roots. Shadows under her eyes that could either be fatigue or just makeup. <laughs> um, and she opens the door just enough to poke her very haggard-looking face out and eye you suspiciously. Uh, he says... Good evening, ma'am. I'm so sorry to trouble you so late in the night. Um, but uh, we're from the organization of Big Brothers Helping Little Brothers Helping Big Brothers. Um, and uh, my uh, two young associates here and I have, have come here because, um, and he points to C, um, said, my good friend Jones, uh, his... His sister, unfortunately, uh, had a bit of a run-in and uh, has had her purse stolen. And when we were in the process of finding out how that might have happened, uh, she gave a description that seems to match uh, your Ethan. Ethan? She opens the door the rest of the way and makes a tired, you know, come on in gesture honestly her apartment doesn't smell much better than the room next door but the window is open so there's a bit of a breeze coming in the two kids are sitting right underneath the window on 
a pile of blankets and pillows and stuff. There's actually no bed in the room at all, so it's likely where they sleep. Um, they're playing cards, literally not with a full deck. It's impossible to imagine what game they might be playing with, like, half a card deck. Um, they're both blonde and sallow and undernourished-looking. Girl looks about eight, and the boy looks around 12. Um, Ethan, what's going on? I, I don't know anything about this. Did you steal from a lady? And the kid just puts down his cards and just stares at the three of you with very wide, oh shit, eyes. Um, and Grudek uh, smiles at him and says, it's possible we were wrong. Maybe you were just there in the area. Um, Jones's sister, uh, sometimes she gets a bit confused, right, Jones? Uh, that's definitely true, but the description that she gave seems to be accurate. But I don't think, is, go ahead. I don't. I don't think there needs to be any trouble. I think all my sister really wants is her purse and her phone back. Kurdek is kind of looking around at the area, and he said, "In fact, I think uh, she was even offering a reward for its return." Yes. Yes, I actually have the money on me. Kurdek winces a little bit as you say that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he's willing to sacrifice a little bit of money to get this done. So no, I'm just announcing that you have money on your pockets. But oh no, uh, <laughs> the boy looks at you guys for a long time with a sort of deadpan expression, and then he says, "Yeah, no, no." Can I tell if he's lying? <laughs> I have, I have truth of Gaia. <laughs> I cast oh. zone of truth. Because <laughs> you can't tell what he's saying no about. He just says no. So um, yeah, so um. No, you don't have the purse, or no, you won't give it back. I'm not giving you anything. I'm not giving you shit. Ethan, watch your language, says his mom. <laughs> Greg is still smiling, and he says, actually, I think you're giving us shit right now. <laughs> Nobody in the room laughs. Like <laughs> They're serious as a heart attack right now. Tig kind of... Dicks his head over around a bit. <laughs> Look, young fella. In the room? Oh, well, I mean, like, he came in with him, yeah. Oh. You can either pass it over, and we can have this issue done without any undue bother or stress. And I'm sure your mom and your sister here would prefer that... The police don't get involved with something of this nature. Ethan, you want so, the police here? Says his mom. And he's going to try and use the Hamid gift persuasion. Interestingly enough, before Ethan even gets a chance to respond, his mother goes over to this pile of blankets and crap where they sleep, and she grabs a bag and she starts rifling through it. And Ethan stands up and he's like, Mom, Mom, don't. And she's rifling through his stuff. And then she's like, there's no person here. What is it you're looking for? Uh, a uh, small phone and a black shoulder purse. She pulls out the phone. There's no person here, but this there's a phone. It's dead as a doornail. Is this, is this her phone? Uh, looks like it. Can we 
boy, I don't think any of the three of us can can sense spirits in any way, can we? Um, you wouldn't nope. be able to tell it from um, a regular phone, no. But fits the description. And also there's the clue that Ethan leaps to his feet possessively and tries to take it from his mother, who then lifts it as high as she can over her head. And he's not quite tall enough to... Um, to get her reach and he's like mom give it give it mom give it now and she's just holding the phone up is this the one yes it looks like it ethan can you tell us where the rest of the contents of the bag might have wound up and rather than answer grudek's question he abruptly shifts into Krino's form <laughs> <laughs> All right, how does his mom and sister react? <laughs> Everybody better roll some initiative right about now. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, but uh, the reactions are immediate, so I can tell you. The sister starts to scream like a freaking tea kettle, the eight-year-old. And uh, I'm about the mother, to come through this wall. <laughs> the mother looks alarmed, but not particularly surprised. Um, so the, uh, the, the text that C had had saved to, or like ready to send to, uh, Thistle is just now, now, now. Think, hurry, hurry. Where is the, where is the little girl who's screaming in relation to everybody else? She's cowering in the corner. Okay. Um, okay. So we'll roll initiative. (laughs) All right. Let's do this thing. There's about to be Damn, one fizzle. there's about to be one less wall in the room. <laughs> Aaron, okay. you're muted. In, in Aaron, you're muted. Is it's wits. on the combat page. Dexterity and wits. We're not okay, supposed I'm to getting weird break results. the law in any obvious way. Yep. Nope. Uh, hold on, I'm I don't understand these results y'all are getting, but we the higher um, the higher the number, six. the higher the initiative. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But but how are we getting like thirteens and stuff? Because it's adding. Oh, because it. it's it, not. Yeah, it's adding the numbers together. It's not based. It's not a success fail number. It's literally how high of a number do you roll on the dice? Hmm? Yeah. I thought that's what initiative was. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's what initiative. No, no we're not. No, Michelle we're got it, confused. We're doing it right. Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, so okay. It goes like highest number is highest initiative, so you start planning of the lowest number. Yeah, that part I get. Yeah. I just didn't understand why the numbers were what they were. Okay. Um, all right. So, what order are we in here? Um, let's uh, list them from uh, highest initiative to lowest. The way it'll be, your actions will be. Uh, so highest I is think thistle. I'm highest. Yeah. Okay. Thistle with a sixteen, then C with a thirteen, mm-hmm. then me with a the shadow with a ten. Uh, mm-hmm. Then uh, Tig with a seven and Grudek with a six. That's that. That's about right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I don't uh, have the NPCs, but it's in chat. If that helps you at all. Yeah. Great. Great. Um, <laughs> and I'm no longer 100 percent sure how to roll initiative for the NPCs. So. Well, yeah, but okay. So you just roll it and add it all together. 
You're looking for the sun. Yeah, which I don't. I honestly, I don't know how to do that. Um, on you how, can actually. How just, I can. I can do it for you, Michelle. Uh, how many? You could just like what's, slash roll. Yeah. Well, how many? Uh, number of how, uh, Same as yours, Tig. Okay. All right. So five. Mm. Yep. Okay. That's a whoa twenty-five. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, some thanks, Jack. You're thing. welcome, everybody. <laughs> oh wait, okay. wait, hang on. It's one d. It's not five d ten. It's one d ten plus five. Oh, that's right. Durr. That's why. Let's try that wrong. again. I was like, wait a minute. I'm trying to do this because I completely mislearned how initiative works, and I'll have that's to study fine. that. Yep. Between. No, that was my fault. Okay, fourteen. Fourteen is the NPC's initiative. Okay, so we're between Thistle and C. All right. Yep. So, um, Grudek, what are you going to do? Um, I'm actually going to stay in Hamid form and try to go over and, and uh, sort of block off the little kid from seeing the rest of the room. Because okay. if she didn't like that, she's not going to like what else is about that. <laughs> it only and, gets and just, worse. He's, for he's me. sort of just sort of crooning in a in a calming fashion as he okay. as he heads that way. Okay, um, Tig, what are you going to do? Uh, Tig is way lower in the initiate. Uh, he's at the bottom, so he's gonna. He he's he's already in as shifted as he can get. So he's going to dive for the phone. Okay. Wherever it ends up. <laughs> All right. Um. Shadow. Can I? The sound of a teenage boy shifting Krinos. How loud is that? <laughs> Not very. No, it doesn't make a sound. Okay. Shadow. So I don't know anything's happening. It like... <laughs> so I'm waiting. Okay. Um, see? Um, I think C is very much just like in the middle of the tempest, just standing very calm and still staring this Krinos in the eyes. Okay. You don't want to do this. This will For- only get you or your family hurt. Okay. For Stop anybody who now. I'm so sorry, see, I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just gonna say for anybody who's watching the game and who is not familiar with Werewolf, Krinos is the middle form, which is sort of the traditional Wolfman form. Don't worry. Form. Don't worry. I'm going to thoroughly describe him in a minute. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, okay. And then it's Ethan's turn, and I know what he's going to do. And Thistle, what are you going to do? Um. So Thistle receives the text, presumably at this point. Mm-hmm. Yes. No. I. Uh, I don't know if this in any way addendum Shadow, but we'll let Shadow know. I think. They may need you in there. Um, go see what's happening with them, and we'll. I realize it's weird. Halfway, intends to go out the window and go around using the city walk thing. Yeah, for you, this counts as just as though you are walking that distance across yeah. the. Um, so it's very I need to spend something. Let me just check. Point of rage. Yeah, just spend okay. a point of rage, and you can uh, just as easily as though you were walking through the wall straight to the room. You can go out the window and to the other window. Um, are you going to go actually through the window, or just outside uh, it? Or so, given I don't exactly know what's happening yet, if this is okay, 
Sissel would like to sort of duck peek around um, the like edge of that room's window, see if Z can see into the room. Okay. All right. Yeah. That sounds good. Um, um, y'all ready for this? Okay. So first, Thistle does her thing and is peeking in the window. Uh, Shadow, go see if they need help um, and just walks on the wall. (laughs) Spider Man. Um, And then Ethan um, basically uh, attempts to barrel straight through whoever is between him and the door. Uh, he's gonna. He's got the phone in his hand, and he's trying to barrel straight through you in Krino's form out into the hallway. So that is probably going to change some of you guys' actions, um, which is going to increase the difficulty of anything you try to do because he was just too fast for you. Whatever you were planning to do, he's kind of throwing a wrench in that by just bolting for the door straight through you with the phone clutched in his Krino's hand. Yeah. <laughs> At least he didn't jump out the window. <laughs> I don't um, think I can chase someone down in Krynos form with City running. So next is C, who uh, was planning to try I, to I was, calm the kid down. <laughs> I was I was specifically like my charisma specialty is commanding voice, so mm-hmm. I was. Do you want to still try to talk to him as he's fleeing? Yeah, I'm basically calling after him. Okay. All right. Um. Uh, go ahead and roll um, uh, charisma and um, leadership. Yeah, leadership. Sweet. Uh, what difficulty? Um, in this case, it's going to be difficulty seven because you add one for changing your mind. It would have been a pretty simple roll. All right. All right. So that's going to be. Hey, I got one success. I got something. Okay. okay. Um, and that. M- may actually be slightly useful. Um, Tyg, uh, what are you going to do? Are uh, you he's, di- he's diving for actually, the hand that the phone be, is in. Trying wouldn't it to be my it. turn now? Oh, yeah, Shadow. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Um, I'm the wrong person. Too many S names. <laughs> uh, going to do? Um, well, now I assume I've seen him burst out of the, hall- out the hallway in Krynos form. Um... Well, you've had, yeah, you've had um, a couple of, the first change in your plan would be when Thistle yeah, said. Yeah, Thistle said go check on them. So I would like head to the door, open the door, see a Krynos burst out into the hallway. And, and he's straight toward you. Um, spend a rage to go Krynos and tackle him. Um, I think you have, in, in the three seconds you have, you've got enough time to get out in the hall and be facing him as he moves. Neither of you will have time to reach each other, but you will be able to get out into the hall and see him right. coming towards you, assuming that Tyg's, um, that Tyg's tackle that he's still going to try to do next doesn't. Um, would I still be able to go Krynos by spending yeah. a rage? Okay. Yep. Just be a yep. Krynos wall in his way. Yep. So there is now a little over 10 foot tall Krynos, uh, pure solid black Krynos werewolf in the hallway between boy and exit <laughs> i'm assuming i saw him become i saw him in Krynos form did. before he you got saw okay. everything you saw everything as it's happening because you were the first one on the scene um 
And okay, so next is Tig. You're still going to try to tackle the moving target? Yes, I am. Okay. Um, and I might actually need your help on this, Jack, as far as like how the mechanics of that would work. Um, I know it's going to be dexterity and brawl. At- but uh, actually, it's dexterity what... and athletics because oh, it's more athle- of a grapple right, moving maneuver. target. Yeah, mm-hmm, right. um, but I don't know what the difficulty would be here. Uh, so. Difficulty six. Okay. For me, and then after I make mine, it's his difficulty is six plus however many successes I got. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's got a different difficulty. I'm going to let you run this role, Jack, because I trust you. Okay. <laughs> and I don't want to screw it up. So. All right. You let me know how that works out. Find my character sheet then. All right. I am in Galabro form. Uh, So that means... And assume his stats are the same as yours. Okay. Because in this case, they are. All right. So I'm rolling four dice. (laughs) Difficulty six. Poor kid. (laughs) I got four successes. Nine, nine, ten, nine. Hmm. Wow. So his difficulty is going to be ten. <laughs> He's going to have to roll four d10, difficulty ten. Because I got super fucking lucky. Okay. Hmm. Is his strength a little higher than yours because he's in Krynos right now? Probably. But it's dexterity and athletics. Oh, right? that's fair. Yeah. Although that would put that would put his decks at one higher than yours too, though, because Krynos gets plus one to decks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, do you want me to just roll for him then as well? Yes, please. Okay. So four D ten difficulty ten. He gets zero successes, <laughs> as one might expect. All right, so this is what Thistle sees through the window. When Z arrives through the window, he sees this massive, though actually not quite nine feet tall, Krynos form, um, just ugly as all get out, um, veiny bat ears, patchy fish white fur, and his eyes are glowing a sickly green and his mouth looks like somebody just crammed as many fangs into it as possible from like every possible direction. He can't even close his mouth all the way. Um, He's revolting, just utterly sickening. Um, And you see this monster with the phone clutched in his hand race toward the door at the same time that Grudek rushes to shield the small girl who's screaming in the corner, rushes toward the door, C calmly calls after him, don't do this, you know, um, that thing you said earlier, C. It's only going to get people hurt. <laughs> yes, it's only going to get people hurt. And Tig then just leaps on this monster and tackles it to the ground and he lands so his chin is like right in the doorway on his way out um but he's uh, just face planted um in the doorway michelle still clutching the phone uh, yes jack uh i deal in the tackle i deal three bashing damage to ethan excellent which he can then soak <laughs> yeah um which yeah um stamina roll stamina difficulty need, six <laughs> i just i'm gonna need some physical dice because roll 20 just 
utterly stymies me. Can you roll that for me, Jack? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much? What's his stamina? Three. Oh wait, no, uh, he's in Krynos form. What's his yeah. normal stamina? <laughs> Same as yours. Okay. All right. So he's rolling five difficulty six. So he takes two health levels of bashing damage. Okay. Um, which puts him at hurt. So he's at a minor. No, he his, which his puts him at bruised. Two, right? His stamina is two, right? Uh, yes. So he is also stunned. He just landed on his chin right on the floor and it's got him <laughs> right. utterly. But he's still clutching the phone, but he's utterly senseless for the moment. Uh, can I ask a question? Because I'm, ob- yeah. I'm just observing. Um, I'm assuming Thistle got primed on like what delirium is and its effects. Does it seem like that's happening to the two others in the room? Yes, no, sort of. It's hard to tell with the little girl because she's just yeah. shrieking at the top of her lungs, but um, it could be just from shock that her brother is doing this, or it could be delirium. Yeah. That's one of the ways in which delirium manifests itself is just absolute panic. So it's possible that she's experiencing delirium. The mother clearly isn't. She's still very okay. like alert and obviously alarmed, but to the level she would be if her son were in human form doing this shit. Um, other somewhat lore-ish question mm-hmm. I like do I know what do I know and if so can you expose it to me what might lead to a person other than she is also guru-ish um, might lead to a person not experiencing delirium um, Thistle would know that the only people who would not experience delirium are either Guru or Kinfolk. Okay. Which, if this is her son, that might make sense. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Slight rules retcon. He's not stunned. Uh, Krynos puts his stamina at five, and I only dealt two damage to him. Oh, so does it, does it, is it counting against the base stamina or against the stamina and form? It's counting against the stamina in form. Okay. Because oh, right. it's he's not harder. It, right, yeah. It's he's harder just, to stun a Krynos werewolf than it is a human form. True. Okay, so he's prone, <laughs> oh, prone but not stunned. It a lot to stun me then. Oh, yeah. Prone, mm. prone but not stunned. Right. Mm-hmm. You'd have to kill me to stun me. <laughs> All right, let's, let's keep it moving. <laughs> not, got, please. Guys, we got 14 minutes That's so fine. before we take a break. So if you want anything else to happen, let's get moving. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's. Back to the top of the... Or it's, Back to the bottom of Sorry, the... Sorry, it's Grudek now. It's Grudek now. Um, it, oh, it sounds... Um, I'm, I'm assuming that you succeeded in your... Because yours was just a move across the room, basically, right? Oh, right, you want to also roll to see if you are able to comfort the girl? I, I would. I'd also like to just ask, or if this is a role, an occult role that I need to make. Um, but I mean, it, this, this seems like far beyond just if he were... Metis that that seemed like far too many changes. Correct? Am, am I? I don't. I, I don't want to apply meta knowledge to it. Um, his I'm transformation not, seems. His, his transformation it, seems weird. Does it seem yeah, like his, he's just Metis, or does it seem like he's worm infected? Yeah. Um, you aren't able to tell anything other than what I told you. You know what he looks like, and you know that he changed instantly, and that's all you can tell. Okay. Um, can I, 
can I do sense worm again, or is that going to take up my whole my whole action? You've already used your your action for this turn by moving across the room, so you can't do anything else um, yet. Okay. Have I reached the the girl, or I'm still on my way? You are um, you are able to reach her because a move is like an automatic thing, um, unless there's someone actively opposing you, which there is not in this in this case. So you're able to automatically move to the child. The only thing you would have to roll for is if you want to know the result of your attempt to comfort her. Yeah, let's let's find that out if we can. Okay. Um. So that would be um, manipulation and. Uh, D6. Uh, manipulation and and what else? I'm sorry. Empathy. Uh, you you cut out. Empathy. 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 Okay. Um, and I have the uh, uh, calming specialization. Would that help? I assume that would help me. Yep. Yes. So all your tens are two successes. Okay. Let's see if that makes any difference. Nope, doesn't make any difference. Wow, I rolled seven dice and got no successes. That's your steaming in your hair, basically. Congratulations. Um, and I think, um, you know what? I think in the amount of time it would take to roll initiative again and declare actions and everything will be past our time. So I think we're going to break at Ugly Krinos on his chin on the floor in the doorway, Shadow lurking in the hall outside, Thistle peering in the window at the disaster, and um, Grudek crouched screaming girl and see standing in the middle of the room, you know, calmly in the, in, as the eye of the storm. So that's where we will stop for this week, and we will pick up next time. All right. Say goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Night. Goodbye. <laughs>